Happy New Week. It is Monday, the 4th of December. Welcome to TDA, the day after your favourite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And as Margs always says, you're hosted by the best people. I'm one of them, your favourite <laughs> your favorite shade queen and always my royalty. And they call me E-Man, the pro-black activist, TDA producer, news analyst, Melanin Jampak. That is right. So you're double merched, double merched up today. Are yes. you actually? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> of course I am. What sound? I don't know. I thought it was a like automated camera. And so oh, the camera was gonna the... do the levels itself. And I thought, look at where we are. <laughs> look at where we are in life. How are you, Esther? Tired, man. I've been gallivanting all <laughs> weekend since since Friday evening. This mm-hmm. life is not for me. I am confirmed 100% a homebody and an introvert. I am, like, my social battery is low. <laughs> low. What happened? What drained it? Do you know what it is? I can't socialize too much. Mm-hmm. I get tired. Like, I can't okay. socialize. Ah. It's <laughs> a <laughs> <laughs> so take off. I can't socialize too much. Mm-hmm. Even, like, with family. Mm. If I spend a whole day with my family, they ain't see me for the next two days. Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't be around people in a prolonged period yeah. of time mm-hmm. and just business, business. But let me run down my weekend. So what did I do Friday? Oh, Friday I went to see my, my friend, which was nice, actually. We had a nice little catch-up. Saturday, I went to a party. It was like a club type of party. I was tired. I was so tired. Um, so already I went into Saturday before I was asleep, which is not great. Because mm. I go to the gym and, and I wasn't going to compromise on that. My burpees were weak, but I went to the gym regardless. I couldn't sleep because I watched Squid Game. I'm going to talk about that. I have a my bad to earn up to on the Squid Game account. So we'll get to that. Very intense weekend I had. And then, um, yes, yeah, so I went to the party, which was nice. That was fun. Then obviously church, Sunday. Then I went to um, Chucky and Taser's R&B event. Chucky and Taser, right, are single-handedly, well, double-handedly, going to take over that donation with R&B. Mm. Because it was it was a massive, so it was at Roundhouse. First of all, anyway, that venue, we'll talk about that in a second. But it's so sick, like, what they're doing, as in the concept of just partying to R&B. And I'm like, hey, so we're we doing the O2 next kind of, kind of vibe. Mm. It's lit. Because it's basically where, because I think the venue, that's what made me really deep it. Because that's the kind of venue you would go to see, like, um, rock stars and the mm. composers and select, like, you would have concerts in. It's quite big. It's a massive, mm. it's a massive venue. And I was like, it's not a concert happening here. Mm. This is a R&B link up. Sorry, the concept of partying to R&B is groundbreaking? <laughs> How many people have done it? No, uh, please put the... <laughs> No, but how many people Put have done it? Season on Teaser and Chucky. <laughs> no, but that's something. No, but, no, but how many people have done? No one's done that though. I'm sure there's been R&B parties before. Not selling out in 30 seconds. I know a couple, but I'm not gonna plug them. Uh, do they, do they sell out in 30 seconds? Things? No. Teaser and Chucky sell out in 30 seconds. But this is what I'm saying. Just, yeah, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be, I don't know. Teaser pull my 
I didn't, yeah, I didn't know about the other ones. Said, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> but um, nah, man, that's sick, man. So that was fun. Three thousand people. It's lit. Two yeah. bars. Are you there? Well, come on, man. I'm not the furniture in R&B. I'll be honest with you, R&B is not the same when I don't go still. Right. <laughs> and the people complain, that's why i got to make sure I pull up. Right. You get me? Right. Now, yeah, let's, uh, can we talk about the venue then, please? I'm glad you brought up the two bars. That was a joke. Do you know what was a joke <laughs> as soon as I walked in, Marks? What was a joke? Sorry, is that this week I was so cold as well. Oh, it was horrible. I was trying to get colder because I was... Naked for most part of it. <laughs> here I am. Anyways, right? Walk in now. It's a like Mark said. It's a three thousand people capacity. Mm. I walk in with my big coat because I like being warm. Get to the cloakroom. I just see that it's bare. Like, oh, that's lovely. There's no queue. Oh, sorry, it's closed off. I said, what do you mean? Why is it closed off? It's at full capacity. But I was in. The, I was queuing up for time. Like basically, yeah, we're in the queue for time here yeah, because finding parking. Gosh, finding parking. Mm. We're in Camden. Oh God. Finding parking. Listen, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna put just put this out here. I I'm not trying to big myself up. But you see, when it comes to parking, I can park. <laughs> if there's a stereotype that women can't park, I single-handedly, mm. I'm changing the game. Because one thing about me, I'm going to squeeze into a space. Mm. You know that ones where you have to like, ding, 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 mm-hmm. ding. That's me. But <laughs> guess what? I'm going to be in there. I squeeze myself into a space. Great, whatever. So the queue was crazy because we were trying to find parking. It was, it was a whole thing. Get in there. And I'm like, how is the how is the cloakroom at capacity when mm. there's still about over a thousand people outside? Oh, it's just 750. The cloakroom is, allows me 750 items kind of vibe. Mm. I said, so you have built a venue that's 3,000 people and the cloakroom only allows 750 items in winter. Yeah, they're not thinking of So that was when I knew these people were, y'all are dumb. Mm-hmm. Well, the second time I knew they were dumb was when, so there's two levels, right? There was a standing, the main level, which was standing, and then the seated upstairs. Cool. I don't know why anyone would want to get seated tickets to R&B event like this. I would want to mingle on the main floor, but that's just me. Cool, mm-hmm. whatever. Then... The people, there's people at the door that check before you come into like whatever space you're meant to be in, mm-hmm. but the people aren't doing their jobs clearly because all of a sudden now the lights, the lights go on, the music goes off, and they're like basically there's too many people downstairs. People need to people who are meant to be seen upstairs need to go back upstairs mm. because essentially the venue wants to lock off the event. Oh wow! So I'm like, so the people at the door, mm-hmm. when you're asking people to check to get their tickets out, and you're getting me to have to go on the web browser. What are you checking? What what exactly are you checking? That I have a ticket because how else would I have gotten in here? Mm-hmm. So yeah, the venue, the IQ level on the on the on the planning side of things is very low. Did you enjoy it though? Yes, I did. All that being said and done. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> it wasn't but that was not all of that stuff was nothing to do with um Taser and Chucky. Mm. And that's what's annoying because I'm like, sometimes these venues try to be cheeky, and are they gonna try and blame them? Mm-hmm. For things that they actually didn't do themselves. But it was a great time. I don't think I'm raving on school nights anymore, man. I'm it's not, a lot. I'm not built for this no more, man. I'm not cut out for this lifestyle. <laughs> it's a lot. Going out on a school night is honestly like... Mm, it's above me, man. Because mm. when I'm out, I'm calculating my sleep. And I already know how tired I'm going to be. When my alarm went off, yeah. Because my alarm goes off 
earlier than when I should get in the shower so I can spend some time with God. I spent time with God this morning. <laughs> I snooze my, I never, do you know, I never snooze my alarm. Like, I never, I have, this is my first snooze of the year. Mm. I just snooze my alarm. I wouldn't even have seconds, I wanted to throw my phone. <laughs> stupid. You're better than me, boy. I Girl. on a regular. No. I do as well. But I do, I do it so I'm aware of how much five minutes is. Yeah, but you know what's dumb as mine's 10 minutes. Mm. But you know when it's like, it's seven and it's like, oh, I can get up at 7.30. It'll be every 10 minutes. I'm like, you know, just get up. Just get up. <laughs> now it's like, no. <laughs> just get up. Literally. I feel like snooze Why don't you just so set scary. the alarm earlier if you if you know you want to snooze? It's like set the alarm earlier than you need to be up. No, but that's the thing. My alarm's at, usually I wake up. Okay, so I've got two alarms. My first one goes at 5 a.m. That's when I should get up to read my Bible, pray, all that kind of stuff. Then second one goes at 5.45. So when I'm reading or whatnot, I know it's time for me to get mm-hmm. to the shower kind of thing. So the 5 a.m. went off. I said, okay, I'll get up for the second. 5.45? 5.45, that's when, I, that's when I snoozed. Oh, so you read your Bible for 45 minutes every morning? Yeah. I'll yeah, you are close minutes. to God, boy. You are. <laughs> Someone's got to keep all of this going. Someone's got to... Word in God's ears. It's a verses yeah. every morning. That's <laughs> your verses, you know. <laughs> that is... That's dedication. You <laughs> must be God's favourite. Right. Well, this year has proven... I don't think priests... <laughs> I don't think priests do that. God thinks I'm strong. I keep telling him I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not your strongest soldier, bro. But um, yes, that was a lot of fun. Thank you. How was it for you? You've been many times. Um, I didn't really get the R&B experience this time. Why not? Uh, probably the venue, the way it was set up, the VIP bit up. Up and around the corner, I wasn't really. It's not your bag. Wasn't really going in. Yeah. So I was in Gen Pop. You know, I don't like mm. fraternizing with humans. Sorry. <laughs> I've never seen you in a watch before. What this? So this old thing. This old thing. Of course, you see me wearing this. Never seen you wearing a watch before. I got jewelry, you know. I just keep it at home. <laughs> 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 keep it at home. <laughs> I just don't wear it. I don't like. You know, I don't like making a scene. Oh, get out of here. We just lied on a Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't see that big diamond chain that I got? Well, it's not what, big, the but, one? Yeah, but it's not big, but it dances. It really sings, blings. BS1. <laughs> it really sings. Yeah, those are nice stones. Let's in my drawer more time. I ain't even so got it, actually. Don't people where you keep your stuff. No, nah, but it's not my drawer anymore. Okay. <laughs> no, nah, I ain't even, it's not at home. It's in Manchester. My brother's got it. That's how much I love it. I even, it's just, mm. my brother's got it. They get me, but... So your brother just went around the streets of Manchester, mashed down on his neck. Yep, flexing. <laughs> he must have been the other day. He's like, I need a chain. <laughs> <laughs> so the power of the chain. Huh? Yeah, he's like, I changed my mind. I need a chain, man. I was like, go get that. That's so funny, man. But, um, yeah, nah. And then, yeah, so it was more like a... I didn't really like... Usually I'm always... And because of the bar situation, yeah. couldn't drink as much as I wanted to. Yeah. So I felt sober as a judge in there. Sober as a judge? Yeah. yeah. Where are you getting before? the scenes from? Huh? <laughs> I've never heard that before. I've never, I feel like you just, hey. you just make it up. Oh, I'm sure it's a thing. Well, it is now. And and then, so it was just like, it was just like socializing with the, bread, with the man there. It felt like a youth clubby kind of vibe, if that makes sense. Just chilling mm. and chatting shit and whatever. And to be totally honest with you, I could probably like, off memory, I could probably think about hearing like five songs. And I was in there really? from early. Like there's five songs that I probably remember hearing. Like 
So it was a different experience. Yeah. But it was good though. It was fun. See, they had got done the production. You see, they had the people singing with them the and live singing all choir. that. Yeah, they had a live um, choir. The people could sing. Yeah, so they done something different. And obviously, I always enjoy it. It was a dope experience to see them do that. Yeah. And they had like a screen and they had like lyrics on there as well yeah. for some of the songs as well, which is really cool. Yeah, and had so like the effects, you know, the, like, mm. the little light effects. It's like a yellow, like orange rays and all that kind of stuff. It was really cool. Yeah, so it was it was lit. It was fun. But mm-hmm. R&B is always fun. But that place, you're, you're right. They're going to have to go all too soon. But... Yeah. Because it, was... it doesn't matter what venue they do, yeah, people start to complain that it's sold too out, packed it? mm. or that it's sold out too quick or there was too yeah. many people in there. And I'm like, this is, this is mm-hmm. like, the venue yeah. gets bigger every week. I don't know what you want them to do. Do you know what it Why is Why don't they just do, um, like, either an event like back to back so maybe like a Saturday and a Sunday or like two weekends in a row oh do you know what I saw Taser tweet I bet other dancers as well he's got faders on every weekend and thing you tweeted that and basically this one the roundhouse was actually booked in January like they planned it this time last year and they booked it up booked the venue in January so essentially all the other ones have been leading to Coco and this one and they said there's 13,000 people on the waiting list for tickets and it's sold out in 30 seconds wow you know what how is it supposed to be God's favourite? Because you see nah. that, yeah. No, because that's like mm. a dream. That's you know when you don't have to even worry about like tickets are the least of your problems. Mm-hmm. There's people that like struggle to sell tickets. So imagine like having someone that sells within 30 seconds. Do you know how mad that crazy. is? That's dope, man. It's proper mad. It's proper crazy. But that's I, the thing. I want that same level of favour, God. Please. Amen to that, God. My lips to your ears. Thanks. Amen. But that's the thing that with the venue... Because even though it was like 3,000 people, it was still felt Because one of the things that annoyed me was people just barging into me. But like, I just feel like people have no manners. Like, mm. zero. Like, I know the music is on, but believe and trust and believe if you're walking straight into me, some kind of lips me. <laughs> I said, Sir. why is your face so close to my lips? What are we doing here? There's no need. People have no it's sense R- of spatial awareness. It's R&B, really. Nah, you man, move your stupid lips. You might, your lips. To, you might want to get your shit off. Nah, you might, you might develop a third lip. Move your, move your lips, man. <laughs> it was so annoying. And what I, people that have the most, the least amount of special when it's a tall people, tall people don't don't act their height, and it pisses, that shit pisses me off. Like when they, they don't understand. They're just like, they're just like, <laughs> what are you doing? There was some guy here yeah. because you know you look like you know them balloons. The, the, that's no Gina. The that's balloon, things, that, that was like... intentional. <laughs> there was some some guy here, yeah, and I and I, I hope I just hope by chance he's a TDA watcher with a fisherman hat. You're a dickhead. That's what you are. <laughs> he kept. He was tall, yeah. I say a situation made me realize how short, short I am. Just fair, you know. That's fine. But he was so tall, but like he didn't understand. I feel like he hasn't grasped how his body moves. Mm. So like he'd be leaning back, but it's like he doesn't realize he's leaning back. He'll be to the side without. It was crazy, and I was like, how do you not know how to function? How do you not know how to mm. carry yourself? Did you go into the middle bit? No, there's no way. Mm. I would not come out with a ponytail. I said to my girls, I said, I'll be real with you, yeah? If I come out with my hair still attached, I'm going to be shocked. I'm going to be shocked. That's how much people are, like, barging and just pulling. And and then people walk and then, like, hit you and then be like, sorry. There's only one girl that had sense. Basically, she was walking past me and she literally stomped on my feet. I said... I'm understanding here, but then she clocked that she must have hit somebody. Mm. So when... So she because she was like two people in front of me. Then suddenly she was like, "Did I hit you?" And I said, "Yes." She did, ma'am. She's like, "I'm so sorry." She just kept apologizing. I was like, "It's fine, babe." Like, but I appreciated that. Mm-hmm. Everybody else just hitting me and just acting as though I didn't even exist. I said, "This is very stupid." People have no special words. People have no manners. It's so annoying, man. Some of you stink. Some of you stink. 
You really are a homebody, then. I am. <laughs> I am. I like being in my house. I really am. Like, when I go out, I can't be out for more than a certain amount of time. So even mm. when I go to like, parties, like events and stuff, I work out when I arrive to mm-hmm. when I'm going to leave. Because I know my battery and I know that mm. point where I'm going to dip. <laughs> when I'm dipped, honey, I've got to dip. I've got to go. <laughs> so, but it was fun, though. Regardless, it was a nice time. So people, time. do people have a good time when it's rammed like that? Yeah, they're having a whale of a wave time. Yeah, because it can be rammed, yeah, and the vibe is dead. That's the worst combination. But even if it's like, even though it was like that, because I realized that everyone must be going through the same thing. Obviously, yeah, everyone must be going through the same thing, but the vibe was good that it was fine, mm. basically. Okay. Hello, touchings. Oh, as in you can squeeze and stuff? No, thank you. I, that, that, no, that was not squeezed once, which is very good. So it's not free pass. I was pass. worried about that. It's definitely never free pass. All right. But you know when guys trying to walk past you and they grab your waist, but you don't have to do this. <laughs> Your friend's giving me a hug. I don't know you from nowhere. Just walk past. But if you turned around and it was uh, an interesting face. Oh, hello. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, Didn't uh, see you there. <laughs> I saw a thing yesterday and it was like um, flattery, harassment. It was so funny though because the two pictures were <laughs> complete opposites. I just thought, wow, this is actually true. Nah. Jesus. You know, it's hard. It's isn't pretty it? privilege. So men have pre- men. That's not talked about enough. Oh, that's men a have pretty yeah, privilege. He knows. He mm. talks about it. He, <laughs> that's a thing. he pops his shit off all the time. <laughs> Literally, that you do. <laughs> Face card don't decline, baby. Men are so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but other than that, it was a good. It was a good. It was a good time. How was you guys? I'm weekend? done, though, man. You done what? Party? Yes, yeah, for the season. Huh? For the season. From for last week. Dubai took it out of you, innit? Yeah, I feel, yeah. I yeah. feel like Dubai what? <laughs> you were about, you were about to about lie. <laughs> yeah. Did you see him about to lie? He's like, yeah. Yeah, I feel like you, you've you been down bad since mm. Dubai. Like, you just needed rest since since Dubai. I'm tired, man. Party holidays tired. are intense, though, man. I don't, I don't, mm. I say that, but look where I'm about to go. Where are you <laughs> going? Just keep my mouth shut. <laughs> To the motherlands. Oh yeah, I could have guessed that. That's what? why I haven't been able to do it. You know, set the life out of me. Oh. That's why I haven't been able to do it. Like I, I was meant to go to Ghana. <laughs> you know the actual main year of death of death of December when yeah. it was like that year. I think it was twenty nineteen, wasn't it? Yeah, the return. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I cancelled my ticket last minute. I just said. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. Cause I was just like, it gives me like, not anxiety, but I'm just like, oh, this just looks so much. And when I was watching my my friends, and people are out and they come back at five in the morning. Oh, it was making me tired watching people start. And then yeah. seeing how like packed the clubs and stuff were, that was like, I was like, mm. it's a lot. It is I'm a yet lot. to go. But the good thing is, because I'm such a veteran and I'm seasoned, the great thing is I don't have FOMO and I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't need to go to every single event. I'm, do you know what it is? I just can't spend Christmas in this country. Okay. I actually can't do it. So you don't have FOMO? No. You know something we don't Silence know. Silence is deafening. Why are you being quiet? I don't have FOMO. I'm sorry. Is there something that you want to go for first? <laughs> I'm not saying anything. No, because you're being silent. You, you happen to be at every single motive. No, I don't. Go in. No, and then I, you come and complain that, no, oh, no, I'm so I, tired. No. I'm not built for this. No. That's this must know, be somebody else then. That's how no, you don't listen. I said it must be somebody else. No, 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 Esther. <laughs> have I not recently been staying my ass at home? She has recently. Clearly, you don't listen when I'm speaking. No, I heard that bit. 
So you're when about? is your popped down, you can't go anywhere. No, but it's not even about me. I don't have to be popped down. I just don't want to go. Uh-huh. To be fair, the pop down was, a, was the start of, of your homebodiness, though. Yeah. Remember when you were ill, Where yeah. are you going this December? Yeah, but that's not because of FOMO. Did you not just listen Forget to... About that. It's a separate I'm going question. to Ghana. Separate question. Separate question. Where am I going? <laughs> Where are you going? Well, I'm going to Dubai on Wednesday for a wedding. <laughs> 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 and then? <laughs> and then when I'm, I'm back for like two days and I'm mm. going to Ghana and then I'm going to South Africa. Oh, Fair right. enough. Right. Yeah, you, you, but, you just undid everything you said. No, it doesn't. No, I did not. Because do you know what the crazy thing is? I don't get why that means I like to be outside. To be fair, I travel don't is want to be in the though. country. Yeah, travel mm. is different. Do you get what I mean? Travel is different. And you're acting as if to say I'm going to be outside every single day that I'm going away. I'm going to be drinking coconut water and chilling on the balcony chatting to my mum. You're just killing me. You might just want to block because you your stories. <laughs> no, that's fine. <laughs> because no, clip no. will be released on New Year's Day. That's fine. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, I'm not saying I'm not going to go out. Okay. Yeah. Mm. And I'm saying that, I'm, do you know what I mean? I'm just saying, I don't have FOMO. I don't have to be at every single event. I know the events I plan to go to in Ghana yeah. already. I don't have to go to all of them. What makes certain events better than the other events in Ghana? Um, venue. Oh, isn't Bloom Block? Bloom Block. Absolutely Bloom not. Bar. Don't you dare. Are they not? Our beloved, beloved Bloom. It was Ace that closed down. Oh, I thought I saw like a final party poster from Bloom Bar. No, it's from Ace. I was like, oh, okay. Where they Ace just closed. Ace, um, Ace is Osu. I knew, yeah, yeah. But they've, they didn't close. They just opened a new, bigger venue, oh, which they needed to do for about 10 years anyway. Mm. Because oh. it's it's literally like a box, but everybody and their dog is in there. Goes in there, like literally. But um, yeah, venue and promoters. Like, can I just you see DLT? Yeah, I'm sorry, but the DLT experience in Ghana is unmatched. Is it? Mm. Honestly, it's so unmatched. Like, I've been to DLT. I haven't been to DLT in the UK ever. And everybody I know that has been has always said that board ones are better, but the ones in Ghana. How much? Because there was remember there was a DLT you went to recently, innit? Malta. Yeah, that one where it's enjoyment galore, innit? Yeah. So the Ghana one's far better than that. That one's different though, because that was a that was four DLT, so the whole holiday was their different events. So oh, I okay. feel like you can't okay. really compare it. Okay. Whereas in Ghana they just do like random pop ups, like. Okay. But um, Ghana's home in it, so it's always gonna be. I think they're doing the first one in Nigeria this year. Yeah, they are, yeah. and they're doing one at SA as well. I was sick. Mm-hmm. Pick up DLT, man. They're just and don't for me because I'm not going to what they say. You loser. <laughs> I'm going to SA for someone's birthday. Actually, it was my friend's 35th. Oh, that's sweet. That's where we're going. So we're going from Ghana. Mm. Okay. But yeah, I'm gonna be outside. Didn't say. I was just making it clear. I didn't say that I'm not. I just said I don't have FOMO. That's what I said. Not having FOMO is honestly one of the best things in the world. I don't have FOMO. World. That's why I can easily be a homebody and not. You, and you not don't care. get a chance to get FOMO. Are you out? <laughs> <laughs> she, she tried it to see what it's like. Yeah. When it is, you're missing it. And you're like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the joke is? You get into your massage. Right in there. <laughs> no, but you know, no, I actually don't have FOMO. I actually enjoy being in my That's house. Good. And it's freezing. Like, literally, it's so cold here. Unless I have to go, like, have to. Nah, getting ready to go out here and then getting outside and seeing your car as ice is crazy. It's just like, what are we doing here? That's a bit out, man. Brent, how are you? I'm right. Oh, fuck how he is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm joking. I'm joking. Oh. You, man? How are you doing? Yeah, I can't complain, man. Yeah. Can't complain. I went to um, Yoruba Nation community. Excuse oh, me. Oh, I'm so <laughs> over you. Excuse me. <laughs> like, I'm so over you. Like, who... how, many, how many nations do you belong to? <laughs> Only two, man. <laughs> That's lit, though. 
Yeah. Thank you. That is lit. You know, I was thinking I like to invite you. Know? Oh, I want to come, you know, actually. All right, cool. Did I have food there? Yeah, yeah, of course. What did they talk about? Did they talk about like, the situation with like, um, the land, what's happening? Kind of, but more so about what we can do in the diaspora. And how Let me know the next can... one. I would actually come. All right, cool. Because you know what? We're missing community. Because basically, there's a video of the man, yeah, he went viral. Mm. And he's, I don't know what country he's from. Nigerian, I can't remember, but he's... Basically, he's moved here from another country, right? An African country. Mm. And you know when the people in the roads ask you a question, whatever? Yeah. And they basically asked him, like, what's one of the hardest things he's dealing with or whatever? And he basically said, like, not having friends. Mm. He was, like, coming from a, from somewhere where you had a life, you had friends, you had everything, and then coming to a place where you don't really know anybody. Mm. It's a difficult thing to... Oh, that brother mm-hmm. saying he was lonely and things. Yeah, that loneliness, yeah. And so that bit sparked up a whole conversation. It was so lovely. Someone found his page, and then they asked him if they could please... People were like, oh, like, where's he from? I would meet up with him, I want to be friends with him, that kind of, just to provide him with a community. Mm-hmm. And it's so sweet, a lot of people followed him and stuff like that, and they're like, wanted to meet up with him. And then people have been talking about there should be communities like that, because yeah. essentially, when our parents moved here, they kind of had those communities. Mm-hmm. But in this day and age, because this society is so individualistic now, yep. when people move over, they don't really have that the way mm-hmm. our parents did. And I think also because now we're like the first generation, yeah, we don't see ourselves in the exact same way as needing, yeah. you know what I mean? So and we and we do need that though because when I think about, yeah, we do need that. I think it's difficult though going from like calling people aunties and stuff like which they still are to mm. realize that now you're their age when mm. you're calling them auntie. Like when yeah, I think about when I was true. calling people auntie and uncle, <laughs> I'm approaching that age. <laughs> yeah, do you know what I mean like they yeah. weren't that old? In my mind, they were like in their forties. Yeah, and, exactly. It's true. They weren't. They were late 20s, mm-hmm. early 30s. Yeah. That's where we at. 100%. So now it really it's falling on us for, to be able to pass that on so that the younger generation have something. Otherwise, we're, gonna, we're actually going to lose community in the black community. You know, We're really going to lose it. Mm-hmm. I think when people came over back in the day, um, like the government made efforts to get people over and all that from yeah. like West Africa, Asia, mm-hmm. Caribbean. Mm-hmm. And they came in their droves, innit? So a lot of the time, mm-hmm. whole communities... Oh, yeah, we're moving. Uh, not whole mm-hmm. communities, but people that so, knew yeah. each other, families, versus they yeah. all came at the same time, innit? Yeah. And there's not really that thing anymore. Obviously, we're all just here living. A lot of the people mm-hmm. that do the travelling stuff, they're literally just travelling the world. Yeah. I find bare people that move over here just for the sake of it, mm-hmm. by themselves. Mm-hmm. Like, no... No... Um, like nothing to come mm-hmm. to you. Just... Yeah, no structure, no community, no yeah. support yeah. system. They just, they just hair. Mm-hmm. Like if they died on the side of the road, no, no, no one would know. And there's, there's bare mm-hmm. people like that living there in is. London. I think they're sick because I'm thinking that I couldn't, like I couldn't, I don't think, well, maybe later you, in my yeah. life, I don't know, but getting up and just going and just being on my one somewhere in a whole new country and just starting from scratch. I think one mm. of my biggest temptations is shit. <laughs> <laughs> just wanted to up and leave. <laughs> But I thought, yeah, it's I, a thought that, I've, that you can flirt with, but the actual, the actual, actual reality of it, it is, 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 yeah. is scary. I yeah. think those people are so brave that yeah. do that. I always talk to them, like, what made you, why would you, what made you, you come here? Yeah, like, why mm-hmm. would you do that? What about your prejudices and things? Yeah, you get me? So, yeah, it's, it is a lot. Because I remember during COVID, that was one of the saddest things about COVID for me, was people that were alone and no one knew they were alone. There's a lady that died, some black lady died, and no one found it to like two years. Land was oh, yeah. a bitch because yeah. kept taking rent. Mm-hmm. And stuff like that, but two years after was when her body was found or something like that. Taking rent, yeah, it's been yeah. direct debit, isn't it? yeah, yeah, direct debit. Because I think the council was also paying paying it, so no one That's had complete yeah. said anything. Man was a bitch, though, yeah. Man I didn't know that. She had There's nobody up. in there. Didn't think she called you to for the boiler, nothing. Saying <laughs> her from her, and you just kept taking the money. Not two taking years taking money. It's crazy, man. Receiving money, right? Oh, yeah, I guess. Also, 
Squid Game very quickly, right? Mm. So I decided to watch it after the Friday situation. This is where uh, my bad is inserted. I was riding hard <laughs> for them heifers. <laughs> Girl. I was riding hard for them I'm heifers. I'm not going to lie. On Friday, I thought, let me just, let me just leave her to... Because girl, no, but I'm an empath, so I I always 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 that is, this is how my brain is wired. I'm always going to think about people that, and I've seen people down bad. Like I've mm. seen people suffering. I've seen people with nothing. I've seen people have to make difficult decisions mm. stuff like that. So stuff like that. When you see stuff like that, it doesn't it doesn't leave you. So I will always apply that situations. Mm. But obviously, when I was watching the show, I did. I, so Friday, just anyone who doesn't watch Friday's show, I said I felt like the concept of the show was exploiting. Mm people in desperate need of money and blah, 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 blah. Come to watch the show now. <laughs> we tried to tell you. Much of, much of us, first of all, you didn't try to tell me nothing because neither of you had watched it. No, I remember. You I said you started, it. you never finished anything, you start watching No, it. because it's not finished. <laughs> How many episodes are left? There's only one now. I'm up to date. Yeah, but when did you get up to date? You weren't up um, to date on Friday. No, I was, I got up to date yesterday. Exactly. On so, Friday. No, but Friday was half. I think it was half on Friday. Yeah, you didn't give me that energy. Sorry. So no, <laughs> so you can't you can't be spicing in here. And Gina was watching his side when when George was watching it here and there. Ad hoc watching. Lift was out of this. Love George. But you get me. So neither of you. So neither of you are coming to me as if like I know for a fact. I was trying to be on your no, side. No, man. No, I'd watched a few. Because we the tapes. No, I'd watched a few episodes, but again, I would never ride. I would never ride hard anyway. Give facts because I. I just don't like. People, mm. I, don't, I just don't like the fact people are poor. And obviously, the topic of the day <laughs> talk about you know billionaires and shit. I was already in like a mm. in a state. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I'm watching this show. I think these people are heifers. Heifers. <laughs> Stupid. There was a few sad, sad stories there, and whatnot. There was a girl who said she's um. She's deaf, or she medically? Yeah, she's deaf. Sorry. But do you know what it is? I'm not sure if she is because you know when she's they not. did the two game and the guy was like to her, mm-hmm. he said, I never. <laughs> he said, she was like, I want to start a foundation and, you know, help with deaf people. And I've, that's why I've been in here teaching people sign language. Remember? He said, we've been talking and you never sign up at me. And he said, I'm deaf too. <laughs> mm. That's true. It was so funny. <laughs> because honestly, it was the first time. Because like you said, she was like, I want to start up a... <laughs> I want to start up. Oh, she started signing. No, she For was the first hard. Time All of a sudden, you know. <laughs> but she's been talking normally. Normally. There's nothing. And she even got an hearing aid. He's no, got one. But, no, he's got one. But she said, oh, when he said I'm deaf, she said, yeah, I saw your hearing aid. I said, <laughs> Where's yours? did you now? <laughs> Girl. You know, some of them can lip read very well. Yeah, so she's, and they can she, still talk. She said that though. She said basically for her, she lip reads and it's very difficult being sometimes being in a group and stuff like that. To be fair, I did believe her because I think a couple scenes after, mm. there was some guy who was who was actually doing sign language to her, like something was well, it was something trivial, like, mm. like fuck them hoes kind of vibe. <laughs> and then he did in sign language. Mm. And I was like, okay, do you know what? Maybe she has been in here teaching people. Because there's a bear of them in that room, you know. And I'm, it's like I'm meeting people in the final, and I'm like, How, who are you? Mm. Yeah, what yeah, did you yeah, get yeah, here? Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, they've been there the whole time. Mm-hmm. What's that, a reality thing? No, you say, no Squid it's... Game, the first one. <coughs> mm-hmm. The game show. They've done a real life version of it. Yeah, yeah, I heard about it. It's, it's actually was, really good. Was it good, yeah? I binged, I binged it. It's really. It's actually really good. Are they killing people? No. Nah, no, unfortunately. They can't do that. Okay, but why do they do that, though? Whenever what they're the... eliminated, they have like a little paint situation and they all fall to the ground. Yeah, so it's, yeah I guess it's kind of... It's stupid. That's what it is. Because <laughs> they're all like... Because I know it's not real. I know you're not dead, but they'll be like, oh. And they fall yeah, to the ground. What are you doing? Get up. Stand up. But it's a really... So it's the same yeah. shows from the movie? It's the same games from the movie? Basically, yeah. I think they changed one or two. 
Yeah. But the, what my my bad came into it was obviously that stupid boy, two nine nine that was crying on the floor in it. So when I watched that, that's why I was running because I thought, oh my gosh, like maybe they're putting a lot of stress on. Mm-hmm. He's a ma- he's an egg. He's a yes, okay. He well, is. I feel bad for him. I still feel bad for him. <laughs> no, he's no, weak. He's an animal. <laughs> he's weak. But basically, I realized that what he was doing in that video we watched, this is just him. He was trying to hold his sick in. So every time he gets nervous and whatnot, this guy wants to throw up. Oh, is it? He's always mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so, and other people were like, I swear, if you throw up in here. So that's what he was doing. All of that stuff he was doing was to hold it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also as well, watching it, he, he got the day he deserved by being out like that. He got the day he deserved. Weak, silly he messed man. Up, he messed up his team, though. He did. Mm. But there was no other way for anybody to win, like to, to not get that shape. But they saw him as weak. So they knew that, like... Yeah, because you see how he started crying? Yeah, yeah. 100%. From when he... So basically, he had to make a decision for the te- for his team, right? But you don't know you're in a team until last second, right? But because he knows that he's up against, like, very, like, assertive people, he starts to cry. Yeah. He starts to cry because he's like, oh, no, they're going to... Come on, almost like, a, like they're going to weigh me down kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy, bro. I was like, stand up! And then he was, then he was just crying. I said, ah. And you haven't even, you haven't even had to make the decision yet. It was really good yeah. that I do think people should definitely watch it. It's really, really good. I'm looking forward to the last one because some people didn't find out, but I did not expect that. So are you like on the very last? So I'm waiting for the last it. episode that's coming okay, out in cool. three days. Because I'm a binge yeah. watcher, so I literally just watched, binge all of it. Mm. And then the last one. But I also found it funny because it's like, People were cussing, so they'll cuss somebody that they know that they feel like has a, that they feel is a threat to them mm-hmm. for doing something, but they're doing the exact same thing. Oh, I know, like the exactly Asian lady, yeah, they yeah, keep yeah. cussing her, but I'm like, mm-hmm. but you start doing the exact same thing she's doing. So what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Sorry, that black girl left. And exactly. Yep. And I like to root for black women, but her, I wanted her out. Mm-hmm. I didn't want her to even be anywhere near that 4.56 million. <laughs> is that how much they win? That's how much they're winning, you know. Yeah. And they get to see the money that like the money hangs in the bedroom. So whenever people leave, each person that leaves is worth um, ten thousand dollars, mm-hmm. and then so if say like twenty people leave, they will light it up, light up the thing, and they just watch all the money pour in. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's sick because they actually when they actually started, they watched that fill up, and then mm-hmm. now there's three of them, and I'm like, one of you is actually going to be a millionaire. It's lit. Damn, Daniel, Papa. Um, has anybody watched the fall of the House of Usher on Netflix? No, no. as in Usher that R and B Mm-mm. Not Usher Raymond. Mm-mm. No. I think you should watch it. Is it? It's somewhere. Bit of you, mate. Is it a film or a series? It's a series. How was many it? episodes? How many seasons? Eight episodes. One What's season? Just one season. What's it about? Um, I would say it's about... You know where you meet a crossroad demon and it gives you an option of wealth? Ooh. And then you have to basically sacrifice something. Ooh. Mm. It's like about that, but it it's well done, like hmm. very well done. Okay, I'll get into that. I'm gonna watch it. Yeah, I think uh, it's be it's scary for you. Sex in it. Oh, sex? Not really. There's hedonism and stuff, but it's light. Is it is it scarier than um when um what's that name? Santos showed up in um Queen of the South. Queen of the South. <laughs> that was why do I remember that? Girl, that was did, they, did that scare you? Yeah, I started watching after that. Oh, is it? It was, it was just too. It was weird. It wasn't so much. It was just weird. It just got very weird very quickly, and I just didn't get it. Who sent us? The, the Satan. Like, the Satan guy. One of the guys that used to provide the drugs. I remember yeah. he he had like a was it a card? Yeah. On his on his packaging. Do you remember there was always like a, a card on the packaging? Okay. 
Have you I finished remember. it? I don't know if, if I can compare it to that. I don't know. But it's low, there's a few <laughs> stuff. It's jumpy. That's oh, I just watch it at night time. You will watch it at night time? I just won't watch it at night time. Oh. I don't know if it is that you should watch it. Stuff might stick in your head. The only thing I've seen fine. in my life. <laughs> You're completely fine. Well, I grew up on Nollywood. It's a brilliant. I grew up on Nollywood doing um doing up rituals and stuff like that. I remember <laughs> films when I was young. Run it. Run I'll it. be fine. Go on, run it. So be brave. Yeah. He's just like, you know what? He said, be brave. I've given you the disclaimers. Then go yeah, forth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, <laughs> go, 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 go. But it's very good. Very, very good. I like a show with a good storyline. Like, I want to be hooked on something. Mm. You know what I mean? You know those storylines mm-hmm. that just have you... I need shows like that. What's the last great show you've watched? Ooh, I don't know, you know. Vikings. The last show that had me like that, where I was just <laughs> hooked on the storyline... It was, um, what's the German one called? Yellowstone. No, Yellowstone was cold. I'm watching Yellowstone now. Yellowstone, Yellowstone's cold. What's Sorry. Yellowstone about? Um, did I tell you? I, I, I bust you in it. What? Excuse me. I did, I did. I told you to watch that. Calm down. Huh? I told you to watch it. What? You, you can't get our relationship mixed up, please. Stop doing the Spider-Man You don't recommend thing. stuff to me. Don't do Spider-Man. I told you, you watch Yellowstone. Spider-Man. I love that Brent just tried to do this to me the other day and I could not believe him. I couldn't believe Brent, him. Brent, I told you watch Yellowstone. Walla. Ah, who's that? <laughs> Which God is that? Huh? Which God is that? What's that? Well, I, I'm just saying. <laughs> You're such a... I told you watch Yellowstone. Okay. On jar. Okay, now you're calling Jesus. He's next. He's next. Everybody. I promise you. That was a good time. I told you to watch Yellowstone. And what did I say? You asked me what it was about. I told you who was in it. If, if you said that, then I, I'll believe you. I'll give back to you then. Yeah, no. Because I, if it's you saying that I asked you what is it about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give that to you then. I told you the Cowboys and the Rams. Thank you very much, by the way. For no the problem, man. I got you, it's man. A solid, solid classic. <laughs> mm. It's good, man. It's bloody good. It's good. The cast, good. the acting, the. Yeah, serious stuff, man. Because you did. Ah, I remember now. Because I said, I love Succession. I, I think you said you didn't watch that. Oh, I didn't oh, yeah, watch yeah, that. If you love Yellowstone, then you love Succession. Yes, you mm. All right, cool, 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 cool. And Billions, they're all in the same, same type, type of vein, but <laughs> Yellowstone is done well. Yeah, that man that. Is Yellowstone better than Succession and Billionaires? No, 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 it's, it's different. It's just oh, different. Okay. Yeah. But okay. them, are not, them cowboys are gangster, man. Power, politics, it's and serious. pussy. Yeah, mm. serious. But what's the one that. Is it. Ah, oh, shit, not time. What's it called? I know it's on. Um, I love that one. Um, the German one. Yeah, like, it's dark. just dark. Dark's Sick. one of my dark's Sick. one of my favorites, and I ain't had something that mm. that's like engrossed me in so long because like you got you've got to concentrate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm trying to say? If you, see, if you don't concentrate, you think you can talk through one of them episodes, <laughs> no. and then yeah, oh you get you get, you, get, you get me? You're gonna mm-hmm. lose something, and then even even as it goes on, the way that they've tied it in, like the younger characters. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, like nobody wouldn't exist without nobody. They're all yep. hooked up and, yep. and matched and linked from the past and from the future. Ones from the future go back, mm-hmm. have babies, and then make the ones from the... It's all mm-hmm. mad. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Dark, Dark's lit. I can't lie. The first, they need, they need the something first, like that. The first two seasons... They're top tier. Amazing. You know the guy from Dark, yeah? Um, he's got a new one out. Not a new one, but he's in a new show. I can't remember what it's called. Uh, what, the young... The main boy? Yes, what? yeah. Yeah, but he's just an actor, man. There's no guarantee. There's no guarantee <laughs> no, what he's se- in. It seemed like a similar sort of vibe. Okay. So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll try and get the thing. I might go back and watch Dark again. Yeah, it's a sick show. 
right. Well, let's give them a sick show. Let's get into headlines. All right, so our first headline, Israeli ground forces are pushing into southern Gaza after three days of heavy bombardment. Initial reports from Israeli army radio effectively confirmed Israel has launched a ground operation to the north of Khan Yunis. The head of the IDF uh, later told troops that the IDF was also fighting strongly and thoroughly in South Gaza. Lieutenant General Herzi Halevi was speaking to reservists from the Gaza division about military objectives and the IDF's killing of Hamas commanders. He told the soldiers, we fought strongly and thoroughly in the northern Gaza Strip, and we are also doing it now in the southern Gaza Strip. An IDF spokesperson later confirmed that Israel continues to expand the ground incursion across all of Gaza, including troops conducting face-to-face -face battles with terrorists. Since a week-long ceasefire ended on Friday, Israel has resumed a large-scale bombing campaign on Gaza, which residents of Khan Yunis have described as the heaviest wave of attacks so far. Next headline takes us to America, where Muslim American leaders in several pivotal states pledged on Saturday to rally their communities against President Joe Biden's bid for re-election due to his steadfast backing of Israel's war in Gaza. The hashtag Abandon Biden campaign began when Minnesota Muslim Americans demanded Biden call for a ceasefire by October the 31st and has spread to Michigan, Arizona, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania and Florida. Uh, the group was speaking to the U.S. outlet Axios in a statement, and they said that this hashtag Biden 2024 conference is set against the backdrop of, uh, of the upcoming 2024 presidential election and their decision to withdraw support for President Biden due to his unwillingness to call for a ceasefire and protect innocents in Palestine and Israel. Opposition from the sizable Muslim and Arab American populations could pose a challenge to the president's electoral college prospects in the upcoming election. The U.S. president and the vice president are elected by a group of electors who are chosen in most cases by political parties in that state. The U.S. politics is, is dominated by two parties, the Democrats and the Republicans, but independent candidates can also run for president. However, the influx of private donations flowing into the U.S. political system means that independent candidates with smaller funding have less chance of electoral success compared with candidates from the two big parties. And our last headline, and this is what um, Topic of the Day is going to be based on here. You don't know um, Juliana um, Margulies? No, I don't know Ranzik. Hmm? I don't know Juliana Ranzik when she said um, Zendaya smells like, looks like she smells like <laughs> weed because she had locks. Terrible. But if you don't mind, can you put up a picture of Juliana Margulies? She's the woman from, is it The Good Wife? Oh, The Good Wife? Yes. That the white woman? Yes, that one. Oh, yeah. So, during a podcast interview on the war between Israel and Hamas, the oh, actor, I like her. Well, I'll see if I like her. <laughs> the actor Juliana Margulies <laughs> asserted that black people should be completely supporting Israel, but they have been brainwashed to hate Jews. Ah, oh, Julie. <laughs> Julie, Julie, Julie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the claims that are going viral were delivered on a November 21st episode of The Black Room with Andy Ostroy, which the podcast described as a humorous and honest take on politics and pop culture. Margulies, who is the star of the sorry, who's the star of The Good Wife and Apple TV's The Morning Show, said that Jewish allies died for the cause of civil rights. But decades later, as the Israel-Hamas war ramps up, Democratic voters, and specifically black voters, have been less emphatic um, about expressing support for Israelis versus Palestinians. So this is what she said. She said, where's the history lesson in that? Who's teaching these kids? She asked. Because the fact that the entire black community isn't standing with us, to me, says either that they don't know 
or they've been brainwashed to hate Jews. But when you've been marginalized such as, so, so much as a community, the way I feel we have, isn't that when you step up? Magulis also mentioned a flyer for a screening of black lesbian films on campus at Columbia University in October. And on that uh, particular flyer, there was a message um, that said, Zionists aren't invited. So while doubling, aren't, aren't invited. Oh, oops. Yeah. <laughs> so while doubling down on her message, um, the organizer of the event uh, told the New York Post that it did not mean all Jewish people were disinvited, just the Zionists, right? And so she commented about that. She also said, and as someone who plays a lesbian journalist on the morning show, I'm offended by it as a lesbian than I am. Sorry, I'm more offended by it as a lesbian than I am as a Jew, to be honest with you. She sure, said. right. <laughs> You're not a real lesbian. That's one job. And she, she said, <laughs> and she said, because I want to say to them, you effing idiots, you don't exist. Like, you're even lower than the Jews. A, you're black. <laughs> and, B, and B, you're gay. And you're turning your back against people who support you. Because Jews, they rally around everybody. Since when? Is that one of her acting roles? Maybe that happened on screen. She's very stupid. Do you know how funny it is to say that you want, you're going to cosplay one of your jobs, <laughs> one of your acting roles, and you're going to respond... Girl, absolutely crazy. So yeah, man, she's issued an apology anyway. Um, they asked they asked for a comment, but she just issued an apology. But yeah, that's it for the headlines, man. Did you see when that um, what's his name, Michael Rappaport was saying if it was ten black people that got kidnapped. <laughs> Rappaport. What's his name? No, that's why he scorned. Oh, Basically, okay, he's, he was a piece of shit to the wife. Oh, was it? She done left his ass. Mm. And now, do you remember when he was with his wife? He was always doing black, pro black, pro black, <laughs> yeah, pro yeah, black. Yeah, I'm yeah, a brother, yeah. I'm a brother. Yeah. Since his wife left him, since his wife left him, he's been uh, he's been scorned. Is it a comedian? He's always talking yeah. about black people. Kind of. Yeah. He's something. Isn't yeah. he a comedian? Kind of, yeah. yeah, I think he's a comedian. Yeah. 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 black. Yeah, so because she's left him now. He does like black jokes, though. Because she left him, the kids don't talk to him as well either. Oh, is it? He's a he's a apparently he's a horrible person. So because she's left him, the kids don't talk to him and whatever. Now he's not really on black side no more. Oh wow. It's an act. I swear I heard something like this this guy named his first child um, Raekwon. Because of how much Because <laughs> 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 of how much he loves black people, black music and everything. Probably. Because I remember those interviews when he would come on Breakfast Club and doing the most now he just goes online and he just does TikToks cussing black people down. Serious. He does not care about black people anymore. And his kids don't talk to him either. Because he's a he's an actual allegedly a piece of shit. Mm. Well he was talking about um because obviously he's Jewish now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So the hostages and stuff and people win. Well, you know, the whole debacle. He's, what was he saying? He was saying that if it was like, if 10 black people was kidnapped by Hamas now, mm-hmm. like everybody would be going, everybody would be going crazy. Talking about free, free freedom. Love the kids. You get me? Freedom, not talking about, not worrying about the other side or whatever. It's a stupid argument because... Yeah, because when Black Lives Matter was going on, he was on he was on his um platforms saying black people don't deserve this and da 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 da. Now you want him kidnapped in a fake scenario you created. Gosh, can't give white men a chance. Well, but they're all crazy, man. I'm telling you. That's funny. Anyway, let's get into Madame Juliana. Let's get into what you're saying to pick of the day. Such a diva. Take the camera off me. 
All right, so our next headline. Sorry, not um, headline, topic of the day. Like I said, it's linked to what um, Miss Juliana Magulis said, right? But it's, it's more so, I guess, about how we're viewed, or how black people are viewed in the world, yeah? For her to kind of come out and say, you know what, the reason why I think black people are not supporting Israel is because they must be brainwashed. Do you guys feel like, do you care how black people are viewed <laughs> in the world? Do you, do you feel like it's important? Or do you feel like it's, it's kind of a stupid question because everyone, regardless of race, thinks differently? So there is no overall view of how any particular race is viewed. I think there's an overall view of how, of okay. how black people are viewed. Like, mm-hmm. even the, the other day I saw a clip, it's been going around, of these, like, three Asian kids. Yeah. And they're talking about, and the, the girl was like, oh, what race would you, like, not allowed to bring home? Oh, and yes. obviously they did, like, in hierarchy, and they were just talking about how, like, in, like, their community, like... Blacks and Indians were like bottom of the barrel. You couldn't bring them home. Like, mm. do you know what I mean? Mm. Or you couldn't be friends with this person. Or like, they literally, do you know what I mean? And they were just talking about the experiences and how obviously for them, it's so racist, but like, obviously their parents are from like a different like time. And mm-hmm. one girl was saying how um, she, I think she said she moved to China or somewhere to um, to study. Mm-hmm. And there was like tutors. And in the advert, in the, in the tutoring, it said no black people. Like they they didn't want to tutor black people, mm. so I, and I generally feel like that's kind of like a common narrative within like certain communities. Like mm. black people are kind of looked down down mm. upon. Like we're not seen as a race worth anything. Do you mm. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I think there definitely is a way that we are viewed by others. Okay, does it matter to you? Not really, because okay. it kind of is what it is, isn't it? Do you get what I mean? Mm. Like it is, it's 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 something that's happened. It's been happening for years. Mm. Do you get what I mean? So I don't, I don't, I don't let it affect my day to day. If that makes sense. Mm. When you experience it in the moment, it it mm. can piss you off, and it's just, do you know what I mean? Mm. But if I'm honest, I'm numb to it. Do you get what I mean? Like literally, I don't mm. even get outraged. I remember before I used to get so outraged whenever whenever I, things used to trigger me. Mm. Every time it was about black people, dark skin women, black women. Now it's like. I'm so used to it. Hey. What are you guys? I think with me, um, I care about it because it's, it's like kind of still in my subconscious. Like I'm aware of it. I'm aware of how it is that pe- black people, people see black people. Mm-hmm. I'm aware of how, yeah, I'm aware of how they see black people. I'm aware of how they see black women. So when I'm in situations, I always think about it. Mm. Like I don't, I wouldn't say I'm obsessed about it. Mm-hmm. But it's something that I do so... I don't obsess about it because I do it so much. Like, I'm just... It's just something I think about. Do you get what I mean? Um, but I don't care enough to want to change their opinions. Mm. I don't think... I think that's an impossible thing to do. Mm-hmm. Like, that was... That level of hatred and stereotype and not... And seeing people as, like, dirt was way before me. Mm. I'm not gonna be the one to change it, so that's why I don't. I don't care mm-hmm. to try and change that. Yeah. But where my care does show up is in within my community and okay. within myself. Do you get what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. is not allowing that to define me or control me or put me down and going out of my way. Like, I would always go out of my way to show black people love and care. Mm-hmm. Like, even like say I'm driving and someone's across the road and it's not like a zebra crossing or whatever. When it's black, I always stop. If it's especially like if it's like a black kid or something like that, do you get me? So it's like so it shows up in in the most random ways for me. Mm-hmm. But I will always go my way for black people, always, always, always. But yeah, but I don't care enough to try and change to try and make white people mm. 
think black is great or whatever it is. <laughs> like I just I just want it's wasted. It feels like wasted energy and wasted effort. Yeah. And they will never get it. Okay. It's not to the I feel like the hate of black people comes from knowing what it is black people can be and what it is that we have and this it's it's from power. Yeah. So it is in their benefit to hate us. Mm-hmm. I get it. I'd hate me too if I was white. <laughs> so uh, Ben, what do you think? Should we care about how other races yeah. see us? Well, firstly, do you feel like races kind of see other races in particular lights? Yeah. You don't You don't think it's a... Because obviously everyone says no one's a particular monolith, right? So everyone has individual views within a particular race. But do you feel like, I guess, there's maybe enough people of a particular race to have a particular view of another? Yeah. Cool. Everybody has their stereotypes. Cool. And number two, do you care? I, yeah. Why do you care? I guess because of how my loved ones would be treated based on a stereotype. Okay. okay. Mm. So changing that particular mindset to a positive one is something I am dedicated to. Mm. How? Sorry, go Sorry, go changing go. whose mindset? The people who the see people black people. The people who see black people in a, a particular way. negative okay. stereotype. Okay. So, for example, if I were Chinese or Japanese, right? Yeah. I'll be mindful that if I'm exploring the world and trying to set up little communities in different places, yeah. if I'm perceived as a particular thing, mm-hmm. it might be easier for me to achieve that goal. Okay. And it might leave me alone for this, that, and the next, right? Yeah. Even if it is a case of I'm fooling them. Mm-hmm. Let that be the thing that we all uh, um, rally around and look yeah. to stick to. So that we can basically grow as a community. Okay, yeah. When you say grow as a community, what, what do you mean though? As in flourish, mm-hmm. um, get preferential treatment. Okay. For example, uh, certain Asians, mm-hmm. they are seen as like closest to white. So they are welcomed in. Mm. The doors open. Mm-hmm. Back door, front door, whatever door, windows too. Mm-hmm. And it could be a case where they fully want to suck um, white man bum bum. Mm. Or it could be a case where, nah, nah, the best way to get access is to pretend as though we're this, that, and the next. Mm-hmm. And then we make sure that our people benefit off the back of that. And that's what that's what happens. Do you, do you feel that's, a, that's an effective strategy, though? In the long term? Yeah. Or especially even for, for black people? Whereas... I, I, don't, I don't say it should be adopted for black people. That's not what I said. I said, I'm giving you examples of how other communities have yeah, yeah, um, um, purchased fla- favor from mm-hmm. other demographics if it is that they've gone to a different land. I don't know if it is that black people could be so... Mm. They, they can't be swinging from nuts all the time. We have too much um, pride and shame. Okay. Mons, what do you think? What's the question? Do you feel like... Um, races view other races in a particular way or do you feel like that's a silly question because everyone has their own views and it's not necessarily tied to their race i think races view, yeah everybody's got their own ways of seeing other races them the prejudice and stuff like that because mm. yeah i think that's just the way isn't it because we're, okay. we're all different okay so you don't necessarily think ah oh. so so really it, it would kind of be a silly statement for someone to say white people view black people like this or black people view Asian people like this? No, that's facts. Okay. I mean, 
maybe maybe obviously there's because obviously you've got stereotypes and all these kind of things in it so mm-hmm. there's going to be there's always going to be outliers in within the groups that don't share the same sentiments as as the rest of them but when you're just going to generalize and majority rules there's mm-hmm. certain things that you just think about certain races isn't it mm-hmm. i think i think every, i think that's within i think all races do that okay and do you, do you care have you taken the time to think about how all those other races view black people and do you care how they view us um again i'm not going it's not every single person in the race mm. but most i feel like most people have a certain opinion of black people i think they all kind of view us just the, the same way do you know what i'm trying to say mm. and because of what their views are and what their perceptions are aren't we aren't we give a shit what they think to, okay. be, to be totally honest with you but do you feel like you you feel the effects of people's views on the day-to-day me personally yeah no okay and i don't i don't let i'm just like live in my bubble in my own world in it like i don't mm. let outside influences affect me and i also don't give a shit what people think of me mm. so i'm not growing up in civil rights times you get what i'm trying to say like this like these oppressors is more it's all covert kind of stuff now do you get what i'm trying to say like i'm not going to experience getting holes down or getting dogs lit off on me or man or, or the mob coming for me i'm not going to mm-hmm. experience that do you know what i'm trying to say so whatever little whisperings and nonsense that people are trying to do quietly behind clothes it doesn't bother me when i walk into a room i don't care who's in there i don't care mm-hmm. what color they are I don't care what they think. I don't care what strangers think of me. Mm. You get me? Obviously, if it's different, when it's people that maybe can influence or have impact on your life or something like mm-hmm. that. I don't know, like if you're going for a job interview or something like that. I don't know. You would, I would take into consideration more. Obviously, I would care because obviously I want to outcome from my interaction or whatever. But for the most part, I don't give a shit. Mm. Question. <clears throat> Let's just say you have a business meeting with a party about no behavior. Mm. Who would you send to the meeting? Myself. Why? Because I'm, I'm a good negotiator. I'm a good, I'm Why a good, you send I'm a good communicator. What? Why wouldn't you send loons? Because he's an idiot. It's not about what they think of him. They're gonna, they're gonna see where, it, <laughs> brother. Because I'm gonna deal with it. It's not because he's gonna, he's not gonna, like there ain't gonna be no prejudice of whatever lose acts, whatever lose displays is what he is in his two years. So whatever they think of him, they're entitled to think it. Is there a possibility that he wouldn't represent no behavior in a professional manner that the party would expect? To be fair to him, he would be a perfect representation of no behaviour because he ain't got no behaviour. So if this is what you want to get involved in and you want the real, real uncut version, you can't be mad when Loons comes and behaves however he behaves. Would that secure the deal? Maybe, but it might not secure the deal. I would. So the perception of Loons would be too abrasive? I don't think, like... Loons is Loons is man's dog. No behavior is man's no behavior. So whatever I don't care whatever perception you've got of Loons is it is it is what it is. This is what this is what we do. It's not because of it's not because of perception. It's because 
I would send myself because I feel like I'm better equipped to handle a negotiation setting. That's why. Do you believe that dependent on the room that you go in and the company that occupies that room before you go in, you have to basically offer up whatever product you have to sell in a particular way? Well, yeah, if you, yeah, I guess so, yeah. Mm. What's the, what's the follow-up question? I don't think there is. I've, I've, I've heard enough. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, so Ben, you, you're, I, I think, the only one that said you kind of care yeah, about how we view yeah. The whole uh, um, reason why the new black needs to, to go out is because of this. We're done bad all across the board. And yeah. this is not due to any fault of our own all across the board. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to be able to change that, especially at um, a grassroots level, right? We've been coming on here all the time talking about us not having an equal footing, um, perpetuate certain cycles of mm-hmm. destruction. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm conscious of that every single day. You can't escape it. So I think it's naive of me to answer that question in any other way other than I've answered it. Mm-hmm. For me. Mm. You grew up in proper different settings to me and stuff like that. That's what I'm trying to say. And I wasn't in the workforce. Like, Yeah, you I, said that you've never experienced racism. Almost like, I've, I've never felt the, the pre- I've never felt the pressure of the white man before. Mm. Yeah, I've yeah. always done what I wanted. Yeah. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? I ain't never, rules and laws and all these things have never meant anything to me. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed to, shut up. I've mm. always done what I wanted. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Even from living on the streets from being a criminal. That's that's the epitome of mm-hmm. what we do. You can't how can you, you can't tell me I can't do nothing. Anything I want to do, mm-hmm. I can do it. Yeah. Well, within reason or if you're prepared to deal with the consequences, but that's just how I live my life, isn't it? Mm. So I don't have this idea of oh, mm-hmm. oh, the white man's on me. What are you talking on who? Mm. <laughs> like on who? I've never I've never experienced that. Mm-hmm. So I don't look at life like that. I don't feel like that. I don't have that. I feel like I could do what I want. Mm-hmm. Whenever I want, I don't care what anybody thinks, because that, that's just how I've, how I was, how I was raised. Do you, do you feel like now though, in the more like legal world, yeah, where you have to having to have meetings and deal with corporate people and stuff, yeah, that there's less in your control. Yeah, definitely. Once you get into that side of things, you understand the workings, the workings of the world, and you understand mm. what it is, then it's different. But even from being in this entertainment space and whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. Anybody from that place that comes to fuck with man sees some type of benefit with man. Mm-hmm. So they're going to want to yeah. do it anyway. It's not going to change what they think. Mm. You get me? I don't know what they think behind closed doors or whatever whatever they're saying, but they obviously see some type of value to want to align themselves with you in the first place. So they've already got a different attitude towards it. You know what I'm trying to say? They're mm. coming in more as a as a collaborator, as a as an ally, even if it's not even true. Even sometimes people doing snaky, underhanded things and mm. whatever, whatever, whatever there's still that willingness to mm-hmm. to work there. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I don't feel like I'm pissing against the wind or trying to f- get myself into some industry that I'm not wanted in or mm. whatever, whatever. Like, so I still don't, I don't feel like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Makes sense, makes sense. Um, okay, but I guess to me, yeah, like what, if, if I kind of look at it through like a economics point of view, yeah, this, this is why, I, obviously it may seem like I'm kind of going off here, but like follow me basically like this this is why certain arguments when, when you're kind of saying 
your view or let's just say the right wing view is better than the left wing view or vice versa. Yeah. Mm. Reason why it doesn't go anywhere is because people will never see. Um, there will never be an, an experiment, if, so to speak, right, where you can prove to that other person that what they're saying is wrong or it could be better. Because what they think, there'll always be some something that could be adjusted. So you, know, if, you get what I'm trying to say? Ah, oh, yeah. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you were trying to fight. <laughs> My back. Uh, do you know there's so many different views, like so many different things in my head. I don't want to give like a, a specific example in it. But basically, um, yeah, there's always gonna be something, right, that you can't prove because that mm. person will always say to you, say, you know what? Because in this particular situation, right, in this real life situation, if it was done this particular way, right, and it can't be done this way, I know this is the outcome, right? Mm. I say all that to say this. You would never know how effective somebody would be, right, unless you gave them a certain amount of freedom. And a lot of the time, a lot of the time, people say to say, okay, you, you know what? This is how much freedom you've got, da 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 da, and this is what you're producing. But and you, and you work within the, those kind of um, constraints, right? But when you open up the doors and you're more free, people don't necessarily understand that that also has a ripple effect on everything else. I say all that again to say this: right now, yeah, your mentality coming from the streets and all that type of stuff, yeah, makes you feel like, okay, cool. Not even makes you feel, you know that nobody can stop you from doing certain things, right? But when you come into a, a situation where there's other factors, it's not within your control, and you're having to rely on those other things, right? There's a certain amount of your freedom that's taken away. That's now reliant on other people. If those things weren't there, then you'll be able to be more than what you are. But you would never know because so far oh, yeah. you feel like you are, you are operating at your maximum. Mm-hmm. Do you get where I'm from? Mm-hmm. But you would never know because in your mind, no one stops you from doing anything until someone shows you where you're being stopped and then it's removed and then you feel yourself turning to a super saiyan. I hear that. I mean, any blocks that I don't associate them with race, it would probably be easy to look at things and say, oh, if I was this, I could be that or whatever. But again, I don't know. It's just because anything that I've Anything that I want to go and do, I go and do and I go and make for myself. So I can't, it's hard for me to pinpoint mm-hmm. the areas that I'm being held back in because of like race and stuff, mm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It, like I said, because there's always that sense of freedom there from from being a creative, from being exactly. a, um, mm-hmm. like from music, being a musician. And I ain't never signed to no major label. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? I've had a distribution deal that still keeps me, my a semblance of independence mm-hmm. I can't think to myself oh I didn't get a m- major deal because of my race and my colour because there's bare man around me that's my race that's got them as well mm. so that's just individually that's just my story or mm-hmm. for whatever reason I don't think that's because of race and that, that, that. Mm. you know what I'm trying to say I come into I come into go on let's see what you're saying the police system is it the police is different why is it different because that's is it, it um, is it in, isn't it intrinsically systemically racist yeah but only people that should be crying about the police are that, that, that people that are being bothered about the police that are innocent people like you walking down the street and police are bothering me if I'm in the streets committing crime every day of my life what business have I got moaning about the police of course they're racist and they're this and they're that but I'm a criminal this is cat and mouse every day you know what I'm trying to say like so I'm not moaning about police like that I'm not I can't I don't, how can I like, I hate the police, and I, but I hate them for my own reasons, and they have done stuff like that. But again, at the same time, it's not like I'm an upstanding yeah. citizen. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? I was playing cat and mouse. They're trying to catch me every day. Every day of my life, I'm trying to break the law and oh, bend the rules and 
I'm out there in that field. Their job is to catch man like me. So I, I can't use police as an, as an example for me because that doesn't make sense for me. Of course, me and the police are going to like this because I don't, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm outside doing wrong every day. So I can't use police as an example. They are a wholly racist institution. Yes. But again, I don't feel that towards, I get it. Now I'm living legitly as a big man doing my thing. I don't see no police. I don't mix with police. Me and police don't mix. I don't get stopped. I don't get bothered. I'm not under getting nothing. I don't see no rascal like police. I don't care about no police. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think I hear that. I'm, at the time when I was telling you, you don't like police because you're a criminal, you were rallying against me, right? No, but it's not just, but it's, not just it's not just because I'm a criminal. It wasn't. I said my, I, I even said it in there. My own, I've got my own personal experiences and relationships. I've got my own personal relationships with the police where I understand why I know they are racist and why I personally right. don't like them or whatever. Right. Yeah. But okay. what I'm trying to say is I couldn't stand up. I don't think I could stand up and use the police as an example here. With, with the way I grew up with so my relationship with the police would be different yeah. if I was just a legit person and I had the same relationship with the police then that's a gripe there because yeah. they're taking a piss in it yeah. but that's the yeah. that's where I'm at so for me personally yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think it would be right to use them as an example yeah so me as a quote unquote innocent man would you still speak unfavorably about the police to me would you cite the fact that it is that they are racist to me would you try to point out examples of this particular um, racism to me at every single turn? Probably because it's pun Babylon, right. isn't it? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Said enough. And what about them times? Was it wasn't a mass time like blacklist and so certain things? Blackboard and that. Blackboard, yeah. Yeah, but that was that was black people's doing as well, man. <laughs> but you know the black man works for the white man sometimes. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's still it's still like the views. Of I guess white people as well on 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 Mashtar, for example and other people that made that sort of music and, and things of that nature in it. Mm. But imagine there was a situation where that same black ball situation was happening, but it wasn't. But you didn't know, and so you was only working within what you thought was the max. Like if that makes sense, yeah. because a lot of that is mental and, and based on what you have access to. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's so many things I think that um to stifle us from, from being our full potential, but we don't necessarily know. And I'm probably affected by it, yeah, and subconsciously, yeah. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just the way that I've set my mind up that I don't maybe just consider it or something. Mm. So, I'm, so I'm not aware of it or something like that. I don't know, because I don't, like, I don't harbour those thoughts and yeah. feelings. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. I always go out and try and 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 just try and do mm -hmm. like and even even from coming into content like everything, 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 everything that I've got that I built up, I built up from scratch. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say? And that's and, and it's mine. You get me? Like that's and that's so I don't I don't need nobody. Like look, we come here every day. We're building up this platform from scratch. I don't ask us to nobody. I don't consider anybody outside of this room. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm -hmm. No behavior of mine. Mm -hmm. Pen game, mine. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yep. Like, and I'm building it up and I'm doing what I'm doing. I don't have to consider anybody. The only thing that I'm a part of that's someone else's is filthy. Mm. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. So again, so I just don't have those mm. those 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 thoughts and experiences. I go out into the world and I do what I do and I do what I want. Mm. Yeah. I think it's good the the fact that you have someone like you in the mix of this, to be honest. Mm. Because it challenges 
my ideas, it challenges Imayon's ideas, it challenges Essie's ideas, it challenges uh, Gina's ideas. It's, it's good to have um, difference of, of thought yeah. uh, and approach and activism and whatnot. Oh man, boots on the ground. Yeah. But Brent, <laughs> like, <laughs> do you feel like, if for example, you know, TMB, we're doing what we're doing, it's, it's growing, it's, it's the force that we believe it's going to be, right? Does that, what if somebody said to you, but that's proof that racism doesn't exist? Or rather, I should say, that's proof that the so-called views you have of how white people view you and how they want to stifle you and stop you from progressing and doing certain things really doesn't exist or really isn't as strong as you think it is. What would you say to that? Uh, sorry. Um, you're saying that because God has given <laughs> this thing success, it mm -hmm. proves that racism doesn't exist? I mean, but why, But that's that's you saying it's God that, that did it, though, isn't it? That's because this is what I believe, yes. Yeah, but then somebody could say, well, okay, white people were in positions of power because God as well. That's, that's fine. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to remove <laughs> it from that. I'm, just, I'm trying to just make it about the amount of work you put into something and the amount of... I don't know if you, get out of you can say that the success of TNB negates racism. Or forget the racism thing, but more so, more so about how white people view black people. And because they view us in a particular way, they're trying to maybe limit the amount of progress we can make at certain stages. If, for example, we're able to, to break through that, like, does that show that maybe um, their influence is not as strong as we thought it was? So when you say, I'm, I don't, I'm not saying that, sorry, what have you heard me say? Have you heard me say that if TNB is a, is a success, it's because white people has allowed it to be a success? No. So. No, but remember, this, this is a different question. This is just me asking this because people may say, okay. Uh, what you know would what? I say to that person? Yes. I, I would sigh, I'm like, like, I would look at them and shake my head. I'm like, what are you saying? <laughs> Like, what are you implying? <laughs> no, because a lot of the time, like, especially when you hear black people talking, right? I could be wrong, obviously, but I feel like a lot of people from other races hear black people talk and feel like black people complain a lot of the time, right? And we say, oh, you know, there's glass stealings here and there's this happening to us and this is happening to us. Cool, there's lack of representation. and All this other stuff is happening, right? And so all of these, it's almost like all these forces are there to prevent us from thriving. You know what I'm saying? So if it is that you're able to thrive, what is that, like, the, is that a reflection of just you being so amazing? Or is that maybe because the forces that play aren't as strong as you thought they were, or don't even exist? So obviously it kind of reminds me of um, people saying that America is the land of the free, right? Home mm. brave, and you can, you can do anything in America. You can, you can um, achieve your dreams in the standings. And when people point to the, all of the millionaires and billionaires that are black, they say, see, there can't be any racism mm -hmm. if it is that you have um, yeah. black wealth, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, I think it will be easier to get to where it is we get, we are going to get to um, if there isn't so much pushback from white people or others, right? Who would uh, perpetuate this particular um, superiority uh, complex, yes? Mm -hmm. um, that we are still able to achieve success is in spite of the racism. Mm. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. That's how I see it. Mm. There's still going to be racism. Um, and when I get to that particular point, it's on me now to try and make it easier for others like me to achieve said thing. So it evens out the particular um, playing field. Do you feel like 
any white people is a very uh you know in networking and trying to thrive in your in your respective businesses and endeavors and things of that nature, right? You come across white people that want to invest, that want to help, that want to do certain things, right? Do you feel like they hold the same views as white people that we said in the beginning of the show? Where it was like, okay, white people view black people in this particular way. Do you feel like those white people who are there to invest or maybe to help or whatever it may be that they say that they're doing, right? Think the same way as those white people? Or do you feel like they think differently? Yeah. Let me get this right. The people who are white who invest in black businesses do they think the same as racist white people? Is that, is that what you're asking me? Potentially, yeah. I don't think all white people are the same. Okay, but you think there's a general way that white people see black people? Yeah, but is that, yeah, but that you're, might you're not be... You're asking me about stereotypes from the, from the beginning of the yeah. discussion, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I was speaking in general terms, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. right? I wasn't speaking as all of them of are like this, right? Yeah. So if it is we're just speaking on that particular uh, framing of the, mm. the question and the answer, mm-hmm. then I think I need to now tell you mm. I don't believe that all white people are racist. Now that you've asked me this particular question, <laughs> you're you're basing on what I said initially, and I'm yeah. thinking you're running off the of back of well, if all of them are like this, then all of them, especially the ones who are investing, they're also racist, right? No, it's me. It's, it's seeing a race a certain way, like having like buying into maybe stereotypes and obviously prejudice and whatever. But does that necessarily mean you're racist? Like, can't you see mm-hmm. black people a certain way and buy into certain stereotypes and maybe have certain racial biases yeah. and prejudices? But not be racist. This is this I why I want to take be. away from the racist. Thing. I feel like you're ignorant. Yeah. That. Are you talking about the ignorant part of it? Because we have stereotypes yeah. of white people. Yeah. Yeah. And would you uh, allow someone to call you ignorant because of that? Yeah. Right, I'm cool. ignorant. Cool, cool. I. I yeah. I, I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm mean, He's talking about saying like white people that wanted to invest in like because there was a white person wanted to come and invest in this back business, this company, whatever, whatever. That they're not racist, obviously, in their heart, or maybe they saw opportunity. Like they don't, they don't have no real disdain for black people, whatever. But are they gonna have? Do you mean they don't have a real disdain for black people if they're investing? Yeah, I'm saying. No, but, but I don't see that because that's maybe, market, well, that's just money. saying maybe I'm saying okay, cool. But I'm saying I've, I don't. I think they will still have their perception of yes. okay, yeah, of yeah, black yeah. people, yeah. Yes, yeah, of yeah. black culture, and yeah, yeah. they have their perception yeah, of black people. But I don't mm. call all of it ignorance. I don't call some all of them. Some of them are legit. You're observant. <laughs> <laughs> you're observant. <laughs> Do you understand? I guess when it's derogatory, yeah, and when it has no um, basis mm-hmm. in fact, yeah, then you have to challenge it. Yeah, but, yeah, but you I don't, don't like yeah. white people saying truths about black people. Huh? You don't. There's been examples when we've said something and it's like if a black person said it, it's cool but a white person can't say that and it's like why yeah, but, but I'm it's like that, true yeah, but I'm like that with everything though yeah, but... with every all parts of my life like if for example I say I, say I know something about you I can say it if I hear a stranger saying it I'm being like yeah. excuse me mm-hmm. I get it don't talk yeah. about him like that yeah so I'm not talking about everything my tribe yeah like, we'll handle this I ourselves. can say yeah, it yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you know what I mean but I think that's all across the board. I hear what you're saying, but I think that's all but across the board hear, with yeah. every mm-hmm. single race and demographic. But if, yeah, I don't think it's all you like... You got permission to do that? Huh? You ain't got permission to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't feel like, yeah, I don't feel like it's all like racism. But I think also as well, there are a lot of racists that invest in black businesses and stuff like that. It doesn't mean oh, they're not racist. That's true. It's just money. It's how they make... It's a way of making money. Well, to Emmanuel's claim, maybe he didn't say it, but I heard him say it in his head. <laughs> <laughs> a certain demographic have been using... Um, our talents to profit for the longest while, right? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, yeah, that's definitely the case. Yeah. Okay. Like, you should let him read your head. Like, read your mind again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I wasn't even thinking about that, to be honest with you. That's but, good. But that's definitely the case. But yeah, yeah. So I don't... Yeah, yeah. so if a company is like... Because oh, obviously, remember during Black Lives Matter, mm. all the companies were so quick to be like, we work with black people. I'm like, yeah, that don't mean nothing. Because you just see them as, like, cash pigs. So mm. that doesn't mean a damn thing. Mm. But, so, yeah. so how much, I guess, are we kind of... Um, how much would we go out of our way to kind of try and change the perception of black people from other people, if that makes sense? I do if it's like a personal, like one-on-one and stuff. Say like mm. I was in the office and someone said something like ignorant or racist or something about black people. Mm-hmm. I would I would call it out like that, but I don't have, I'm not going to pick up placards and be going on the, <laughs> the street, marching up and down, mm. trying to tackle racism one, one high street at a time. That's not my vibe. But on the, like, Around me, mm-hmm. you wouldn't be allowed to, you wouldn't say ignorant things. But I'm like that about everybody, to be fair, though. Not just black people, especially with black people. Mm. So. Okay. Yeah. Gina, I thought you were going to say that. Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like if you, when you're in these spaces, you represent the people in it. Do you get what I mean? Mm. So I guess that's my way of tackling it to be the representation, to be in these spaces, or to mm. try to anyway. Mm. Okay. Right. Okay. What's the question? Um, how are you fighting racism? Well, <laughs> not necessarily just racism, <laughs> but more so like how, I guess, other people view us. Since especially when you're saying, oh, it matters, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. is, is it best to, to fight it, I guess, by um, fighting things externally or more so how we deal with ourselves? I think 100%. It, I can't control exterior things, right? Mm. So I don't. I don't look to waste time on trying to do that, but I can achieve an outcome with the things that I can control, and I can control what is within our community to a certain extent. I want to get to a point where it's easier for me to do that, um, and it's easier for me to be able to condition a particular mindset without people knowing that that's what's happening. Um, and in so doing, that outcome would, God willing, eventually, over the years, change people's perception about this particular uh, generation or generations of blacks. Because they're seeing them in different spaces. They're seeing them achieving and excelling left, right, and center. They're seeing them graduating with honors 24-7 and going to these particular schools that um, previously you didn't see them in these particular hallowed halls. Do you understand? After a while, when it is that you're just seen in 24-7, it becomes, all right, this is just what it is. Either we just go along with it or mm. continue screaming until it is that we die off. Well, that's what's happening to a whole, a whole set of boomers. Do you understand? Mm. They're getting vexed when it is they're seeing all this particular media changing the way their legacy media is, is operated. Yeah, that's why it is that they rally so much when it is that they see Danella in those particular spaces. Not Danella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Danella's, Danella's. So I love I loved that. And... um. That's why, obviously, certain people are... When you do see them in those spaces, please represent us well. I love that you're there, but don't put a... Don't be there. <laughs> put the mags in there. Do you understand? It, it might be more favourable that way. Because you, you can go in there and you could you can politic well. You know what's what. You know the little land. And you know how everything's being perceived back there. Mm. Do you understand? And I don't think that you go into that particular space and not have all these elements in your head and knowing for well, I right, cool, let me do this, that, and next. Let me cook this guy in this particular way. Let me say this, let me say that, and the next thing. 
So I think that for me, that's that's what I think about when it is I'm um I'm undertaking this particular task of mine with a new mm. black. Do you feel like I guess let's just say the last 10, 20 years, we haven't been excelling enough to prove that already? I, I think that we have, but those who have haven't not enough turned around to say, all right, now let's collectively continue this now that we have a little capital, a little wealth. Um, let's build infrastructure to continue this particular um, wave. But okay. I, I do believe without even doing that, a lot has changed. Like immensely, a lot has changed. Quite mm. a lot has changed. Okay. You know what's weird, yeah? Because even you using that example, again, I'm not saying, like, if I was to go on Big Brother, any, any, any reality TV series or stuff like that, yeah, I'll be very mindful and aware of the fact that whether I realise it or not, I represent mm-hmm. everybody. Do you know what I'm trying mm-hmm. to say? So I wouldn't want to look like an idiot. Or like I'd want to carry my I put my best foot forward, I want to carry myself in my best in in the best light, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. And i and that would actually be important to me. I wouldn't want to do anything to embarrass you a lot. You know what I'm trying to say? And even strangers, just like black people, like do you get know what I'm trying to say? So even though but even though I'm mindful of that, that would be put in a certain scenario, you know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. I'm saying when I in the, the light that I walk in in every day is not about mm-hmm. it's not about that. I yeah. don't think about that. You know yeah. what I'm trying to say? Because there's times like I can get I can get angry or get ignorant and get stubborn and act and play into them crazy so stereotypes so, yeah. and mm-hmm. be who you's up. I've got to see you. To just, <laughs> you, to just, you see what you think? You see what you think Look of what me? You done. I'll be exactly that. <laughs> and I don't care about the repercussions of it. You know what I'm trying to say? That like, so, so it's weird. So I, I do, I do get what you're saying. So it is important to man, but it's, it's not, maybe it's because of the way man compartmentalize things and just, just, just live my life that it normally, it doesn't, I don't, I don't really care if mm. that makes sense. But that's what I'm saying. It's funny because I was thinking about, as you're saying that, if I was put in that position with, and it's highlighted and there's a spotlight on me and I've got to represent everyone, I'm always going to mm-hmm. do my best. Like, do you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Like, like I'm saying, to not make a fool of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Makes sense. Makes sense. But do, do you feel like, where does that come from though? Because obviously not every black person has that. You know what I'm saying? Like some some people kind of just go in and say, this is not about race or whatever. I'm just going in there trying to be a celebrity in the jungle. Like this is just me furthering my career. You know what I'm saying? Like why, what makes some people say that and some people not say that? And when some people go in there with, with the view of this is just about me, why is it that all of us, not all of us, but many black people kind of look at them as, oh, why are they behaving like this? Why are they this and the third? I need to think, why would it be important to me? Um... Maybe because I've experienced um, like the secondhand embarrassment of watching people show their ass on TV and thinking, "Come on, man!" But why do you think it makes you? It gives it gives secondhand embarrassment because I actually think the system is in place for that to be the case. Like, there's never any pressures like that on anybody else. People can go ahead. That's why whenever people don't fall, don't do the whole, I'm representing the entire black community. I hear it. I give them mm. grace for that because it can be tiring. Like, why are we all? Why is it always that whenever one black person is somewhere, mm-hmm. all of a sudden now they're carrying the entire black community on their back? It's this time, you don't like to shout, "We're not monolith, We're not monolith. No, but it's because we're minorities, and we're actually, and we, and we're living, in, thing, we're living like, in a white man's world. If we was living in black countries, we wouldn't feel this way. We wouldn't mm. care. We'd go on. It's all black people on the shows, on the reality <laughs> TVs. It's all of us. Nobody wouldn't give a shit. 
Like, you know what I'm trying to say? Just your yeah. brethrens that you got that, that thing. It won't be everybody as a whole, but... But you know what's so interesting, though? Because I think, I think it, to be fair, you're right. You are very right in that it is because we're in minority. Because when I think about if it is a black show and stuff, I mean, I, then it becomes like, a, if, a, if a woman's there, then it, become, it becomes a thing where you're, you're um, representing black women. Mm. So it is really about the minority group that's present in a thing. But I just don't think that's fair. So whenever someone, say someone wants to go and be brother, mm -hmm. And they don't move that way. I hear it because it can be tiring. Like imagine not being, because you know what it is as well. It robs of of so many experiences. Like doing something like going on a reality TV show, whatever. Like everybody, you everybody else gets to have fun and just show up as themselves and be mm. themselves. But you always have to like be in like a, a political mm. stance. Like that's mentally draining. Like even when I think, because people can't do it in the office, and that's mm. just from between the hours of nine to five. Mm -hmm. So. Even then, because even in offices when people are not playing up to that, I get it because mm. it it can be draining. And obviously, depending on whatever circles or like what your family dynamics or whatever it is, there's different pressures in different places. So where do you ever get to live pressure free? It might be pressures in your industry, in the industry you work in. It might be pressures in your family because you're the oldest mm. or you're the youngest or you're this. So there's so just pressure following you up and down, up and down. When does it let people believe, man? Obviously, all that being said, if I was to go on Big Brother or not, I am aware of that. <laughs> 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 but that's if it's about it's about it's, it's an individual thing. Mm. Like I get when people when people tap out, I get it. Yeah. And I never ever put that whole yeah, but you represent the whole community mm. because again, it's why I always say where even in my house, I don't represent the women in my household. My, my family's made up of women. It's only mm. one. My brother's the only boy. Where my nephew now? <laughs> yeah, but, you but that's feel it. it. You feel I don't, I don't. You feel it all across the board. If we were reading out a headline now, and a man done some heinous crime, some mm. heinous acts, and then mm. you get to the end of the headline, and the punchline, the kicker is, oh, he's black man, mm. or oh, what's more, yeah, he's Nigerian. You're oh. like, ah, oh. you're, you're, you're like, come whenever, on, whenever man. Whenever I get fraudy, I'm like, don't be Nigerian, no, be Nigerian. You're saying, come on, Kimmy, man. What are we doing here? <laughs> the, the same way, it's because we don't normally see those black people in those particular spaces. That's yeah. why it's so it's such a stark difference between like. Let's say a, a white person doing something stupid in that particular okay, yeah. space, right? So black person. Um, and that's why we get onto the conservative blacks when it is mm. that we see them like um, towing the the white line time and time and time again, yeah. whilst denigrating us. Mm. We we don't normally see you're there now. Whilst you're there, you're literally acting yeah, you up, yeah. dancing as they want you to dance. That's that that's detrimental to the entire um, community. Do you know what though? Yeah, that's that's the point. I do think it is something to think about for everyone to think about though. Then you yeah. put it that way. Like, even though we don't like the pressure, unfortunately, because I, I think that just speaks to how I am. Mm. Like, if I'm in a situation, I just stand up and I deal with what I have to deal with. Do you get what I mean? So, unfortunately, black people, we're in the situation we're in, just gotta stand up and deal with it. It's the cards we've been dealt. And they just bitch about them in private. <laughs> so it was a fun time. <laughs> All right, yeah. cool. Yeah. I think we can wrap up there, man. Thank you very much. Let's get into our next headlines. All right, people. So, guess who's back in the headlines? Sadiq Khan, man. Back in the headlines, doing some fake news. So, Sadiq Khan has been rebuked by the official statistics statistics regulator for making an incorrect claim about falling knife crime that could mislead the public. So, Ed, Ed um, Humphreyson, who's the director general at the Office for Statistics Regulation, said that a mayoral, mayoral uh, press release had been wrong to claim that knife crime in the capital has declined since 2016 when Mr. Khan took charge at City Hall. He said that it had significantly increased across the relevant period 
and that his, peer, his office was engaging with City Hall to encourage it to correct the statement. The rebuke follows a complaint to the office about a press release in July that contained notes from Mr Khan and the claim that knife and gun crime, homicides and burglary have all fallen since 2016. The release which sought to blame any rise in violent crime in the, um, in the capital on the cost of living pressures and the absence of government funding was issued minutes before official office for national statistics data was published showing a big rise in knife crime. The data show that there were 12,786 knife offences in London in the 12 months to the end of March this year. That represented a 40% rise um, on the 9,086 knife crimes in the capital during the equivalent 12 months period in the end of 2016. The, the 2023 total of 12,786 was also up by the 11,231 knife offences recorded by police in the year to the end of March 2017. City Hall tried to defend the claim about falling knife crime by citing Met figures showing a decline since 2016 in the number of, of offences with injury affecting people under 25. When Mr Humpherson said that the mayoral statement had not been clear on the source of the claims made about falling knife crime and was not in line with best practice. So basically, Mr Khan has been lying about his, about what the, the, the so-called good work he's been doing. Next headline, uh, European far-right parties met in Italy on Sunday, vowing to reshape the European Union after next year's European Parliament elections, toughening the bloc's approach on immigration and softening its climate policies to protect jobs and industry. Parties from around a dozen countries, from around a dozen countries gathered in Florence, galvanized by last month's general elections in the Netherlands, which handed a surprise win to Gert Wilders. Um, we spoke about that last week, I believe. But yeah, the Italian Deputy Prime Minister Matteo Salvini, who was hosting the meeting, said, our objective is for us to become at least the third largest group in the EU Parliament after the centre-right and the socialists and to be decisive. The far-right Identity and Democracy Group is now the sixth largest in the EU Assembly, also behind Liberal, Green and Conservative groups, but current polling data place, place it pardon me, in the fourth position. And our last headline takes us to, well, different parts of the world, um, to be fair, but this particular person is based in Congo. And long story short, uh, dozens of young adults on TikTok are vowing to throw out their e-cigarettes and quit vaping, but not for health reasons. So there's a person that was interviewed. Whoever gets the job done, man. It's a <laughs> pandemic. Whoever gets the job done. Yeah, for real. But this person um, on, on TikTok by the name of Micah Indango has been vaping for five years, right? And said in a video... Um, that in my effort to help the Democratic Republic of Congo, I'm quitting vaping. So for those who don't know, DR Congo is the world's main source of cobalt, which is a key component in the lithium-ion batteries used in mobile phones, electric vehicles, and many models of e-cigarettes. It's also home to more than 100 million people and currently faces what the, e what the UN says is one of the largest humanitarian crises in the world. Armed groups have long played DR Congo's mineral-rich east, and this year heightened conflict Sorry, and this year heightened conflict has pushed the number of people forced to flee their homes to a record 6.9 million people. Civilians are also being targeted. Just last week, 14 villagers were killed by suspected Islamist militants. So yeah, long story short, these people are trying to do their little bit, man. This is what we, we were talking about last, was it last week or two weeks, two weeks ago? Oh yeah, they're making all their announcements on their iPhones. Great. <laughs> <laughs> No, well, one, 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 one thing at a time. One you know? thing at a time, man. <laughs> <laughs> Can't have it all. <laughs> it's crazy. But yeah, that's pretty much it for the um for the headlines, man. Thank time you. to pay the bills. Nice, nice. Let's get some word and road. <clears throat> Let me just read out the <clears throat> result of the poll. 
should black people care how they are viewed by other races? Um, 46% say yes, anti-blackness is global. Okay. Uh, 27% say no, we shouldn't care. And 26% say we need to improve perception of us. Fair. Okay. We got Brent's AI though, always on job. Love the polls. Let's get into our word and road. So, um, what's his name? Is it Macaulay Hay? No. Macaulay? Macaulay. I don't know why I said Hay. I don't <laughs> know where the Hay came from. But Macaulay um, Culkin. No he way. Got, um, that's what you were trying to say. Yeah? I said, no way. That was what you were trying to say. Girl. Mr. Macaulay Hay. Oh, for her? <laughs> Whose name is that, though? Where did I get that from? Uh, Matthew um, McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it, yeah. You know, white people. I'm joking. LOL, banter. You're not, you're not joking. <laughs> <laughs> banter. But yeah, basically he got his um he got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So congratulations to him. Quite a long story short. It's a lot to get through. But one of the reasons why he went viral was obviously he's an iconic character. So he's the home alone guy. I've never watched any of those, you know. You've never watched, never watched home alone? alone? No. Wow. You should watch one this Christmas. Watch I one. Just... Huh? Watch one. Yeah, at least watch one. it all. You There's three in it. <laughs> you watch it all. <laughs> I watch it during Christmas. Actually. That's my ritual every Christmas. I love Christmas movies. Oh, I love Christmas movies so much. So you don't. Not Home Alone. Sorry, who's falling in love in Home Alone? Are you dumb? Excuse I said me? I like rom coms. Oh, smarty pants. Okay. <laughs> so what what rom-coms rom-coms like, I literally feel like I'm in the corner. Like what rom coms do you watch this Christmas? Um, this Christmas, what's it called? I've got a few that I watch. I just know. I just yeah, just a few. Yeah. There's a love story in there. And he's got some Christmas trees and some snow. Honey, I'm there. Well, Home Alone is a love story to the world, isn't it? I'm sure. I w- no, I think I watched it when I was a kid. I don't remember anything. I remember. I remember seeing. I can. I'm seeing like flashbacks, but I never really was invested like that. I didn't know there was more. That's How many Piers, times have you left in Home Alone? Piers Morgan's first. Um... Piers Morgan. Yeah, yeah. Nah, yeah I don't want to see that crap during Christmas. He's first. Pigeon world. lady. He's a pigeon lady. Oh, you're so... Are you taking the piss? You obviously are. That's Piers Morgan. No, it's not. I'll show you. Hold on. I know who the pigeon lady I is. I'll show you. Piers Morgan. Hold up. What's him? How many are there? Three. Three. So his parents left him alone three times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As an adult, though, it's I'm not, not going to cringe as an adult. Hmm? You know, because some certain things that you're watching as, ad- as an adult, it doesn't slap. You're not going to look at it with like a, a naive either. That's the problem because you're grown now. Okay, I get you. But the first one could happen. Is it? Okay. I'm going to watch it anyway. I will definitely watch it this Christmas. Look, I'll show you. Oh, Piers. You're actually See? dumb. <laughs> it's the same person. I'll be honest with you. It looks like the same. It does, but it looks like the same person to me. That looks like Piers the wig. Well, I can't stand Piers, man. I think it gets worse every day. He gets my nose. See you later. All right, so basically he got his um, star, but he went viral. Because obviously he's married to Brenda Song. Um, she's an actress. I know her from, as London Tipton, from The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody on Disney Channel. And he talked about how um, he says a quote from it says, "You're not the, you're not only the best woman I've ever known. You're the best person I've ever known. You've given me just all my purpose. You've given me family. And after the birth of our two boys, you've become one of my three favorite people." It was a really nice speech. I watched the whole thing. It was actually really sweet and funny speech as well. But big up him, man. Big up him. Congratulations to him. I did not expect his voice to sound how it sounds. Mm-hmm. That was like a size in um, Home Alone. Yeah, that's what was wild. I did not. I did not expect that. So that was that. Um, in 
Well, sad news, but he's good. Uh, Michael B. Jordan was involved in a car crash. Crashed up his Ferrari, man. It's like worth over 400 and something grand. Not anymore. Not anymore, baby. Not anymore. He hit a Kia, apparently. The the wreckage is rude. But um, there was no... Now, look at it. Ooh. That's got to hurt. He was speeding, speeding. But there, there's, so there's no... um. He wasn't, like, drunk or anything or impaired by drugs or anything like that. It's just... I mean, they, they didn't do a sobriety test, but they didn't need to because they could say that he was, you know, cool. But, um, yeah, and... It says the reports are saying the police asked what happened and he didn't have an explanation to offer. So there's that. But anyways, he's good, which is nice, and I'm um he's all good, which is great. Um, so if you guys watch Riches, it was on Amazon Prime. Yeah. It's a black film, basically, right? No, not black film. It's a black. It's a series. It's a black series, and essentially, it's a family-owned business, and the man is in the hair. It's basically the hair business. Really, really cool stuff. And it's like he has the family, but then he remarried. So he passes away, and now it's like a rivalry of who gets what, who's getting the company, that kind of stuff. It's really, 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 really good show. Well, it's been cancelled by Amazon. Yeah, so, okay. Yeah, yeah. So the um, the writer, I believe, or producer, or director, sorry, her name is, she's a Nigerian lady. Her name is Abby Ajayi. Big up her. She posted on Instagram and said, this time last year we launched, one of the actresses in there is absolutely stunning. Can you put... Sorry, Brent, can you put up Rich's um, cast, please? Rich's cast? As in, yeah, the cast of Rich's. Okay. She's stunning. Absolutely stunning. But anyways, um, so she posted, this time last year we launched much love to this incredible en ensemble of actors and our fabulous crew. Thank you to everyone who supported. So proud we got to make the show. I still had many more stories to tell and it was going to be fire. Which one are you going for? The lady, first one. She is so gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. And she talked about it as well. Her name's Deborah, my namesake. She's just so stunning. I think she's just, oh, anyway. So yeah, she posted about, about the show as well. That's Deborah Ayorinde, also Nigerian. She said, um, since the day it was released, not a single day has gone by where someone has not asked me about season two. The love for the show is crystal clear and cannot be denied. I appreciate the love and support so much, but the unfortunate, truthful answer to the question of when is season two is, I don't know. Still, it unfortunately isn't up to me when it comes to this one. If it were up to me, this post to celebrate the year anniversary of its premiere would be accompanied by, an, by a positive update on season two, but it's not. I'm so grateful to be a performer at such a time as this where, as this, where shows like Riches exist. It is incredibly important that you, the audience, Continue to use your power. Let your voices be heard loud and clear and let it be known what you love and want to see. And we told you this when Johnny came here and we talked about um, living, no, what was it? Living whilst black, not living whilst black. Yeah, dreaming whilst black. Dreaming whilst black, <laughs> living whilst black. Dreaming whilst black. Um, she says, I am so, so proud of what we created and I want to thank Abby Ajayi for creating Riches and including me in her vision. I want to thank Prime Video for championing the show and me as a performer, and I want to thank all of you for your love and support for the show and my general art. The Abby Ajayi as well, the woman who created this show, she was also involved in inventing Anna, How to Get a Murder, Black Excellence. Big up her, man. But yeah, man, so obviously it's been cancelled now, um, which is sad. It's like a lot of... Because I think it's... I think it's a UK... It is a UK show. 
Because her character is. Is it the one where they're like in a boardroom and like? Yes. That's yeah, it, yeah, I've seen those clips. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a UK show, so it's just oh, sad it's a again. British show. Yeah. Okay. It's a British show. Yeah. So it's just sad again that obviously, the way the UK networks are set, they don't be pouring into black shows. Like, but again, this is why when we had a Dreaming Whilst Black cast here, they were talking about how important it is for people to actually like break the shows and watch it online and talk about it. Unfortunately, again, we're, we're a minority. So we've got to make noise about the things that we love. Otherwise, people don't get an opportunity to keep to keep creating. So it's a really, really good show. I really, like I binged it. I watched it all in one sitting. It was really, really good. Very good storyline. Um, but yeah, man, that's so that's sad. But speaking of shows, 50 Cent is out here. 50 Cent, yeah. I would never want to be a, an, an op to 50 Cent. Mm-mm. He would just be, in, like he would just, he would be just be too much to deal with. Anyway, this man's out here work, working on a Diddy documentary. <laughs> Actually, Actually, I love him, you know. I'm not gonna lie. Sir. I'm my baby daddy. Sir. Allegedly. Well, I say report. I mean, like, I'm not gonna say allegedly because he's out here on his Instagram doing hashtags. You know when he gets oh, when he gets his bag. Yeah. So he's apparently reportedly developing um a what's it called? A documentary on Diddy and his um escapades. And he actually tweeted and Instagrammed it. He says, rapper, I, eyes emoji. I thought Diddy was a billionaire music mogul. If he's smart, he will file bankruptcy now. Anyone with real money knows why I'm saying this. Remember that time he filed, he filed bankruptcy mm. and I opened his his fridge and there was money in there. Who? That was 50 cents. He was in court telling the court that he's going to file for bankruptcy. He ain't got no money, blah, blah. But he was on Instagram posting pictures with the money. I mean, brought up in court. He said, props. It's fake. So he says, anyone with real money knows why I'm saying this. I'm the best producer for the job, guys. Here come the receipts. I know he will always put some kind of hashtag or something to like a drink or something <laughs> that he's doing. But anyways, and he, if you go on his page, it's so funny because his page is like pictures of him performing on tour and stuff. He like did Australia the other day. But then in there, it'll it's be like, like a, a picture Diddy of Diddy. Me. And then like he's just cussing Diddy in the caption. <laughs> and he's just moving on to like, oh, thank you, Australia, for having me. It's like... He's not a real person. He's really not. But I still do that to say I would be watching that when it gets released. 100%. Um, my next thing for you. So I reported about Jeannie Mai and Jeezy. Um, well, Jeezy filing for divorce from Jeannie Mai. And you know, he did the whole thing with um, Nia Long. And, you know, sitting down in the whole safe space type situation and talking about, you know, Black men don't cheat and he thinks cheating is such a weak thing and real niggas don't cheat and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, Brent lapped that all up. I remember that. Oh, quite long story short, Ginny Mai said he cheated. Right. <laughs> <laughs> She's claiming... What, what did Brent do? Huh? What did Brent do? You lapped it all up. Lapped what up? When he was saying that um, real, real, niggas real niggas don't, don't cheat. cheat. And what did, I, what did I say? I gave pushback and I said, this man... <laughs> definitely cheated and then you you made you made you made you made the whole episode I think you called it like drug dealers all drug dealers are cheaters or something like that is that what you that's what you said you said if he's a drug dealer he's cheated I didn't say that he took he took no that was the, that wasn't a quote that was the quote no that wasn't a quote but that's what you made to make it look like alright <laughs> that's what you that's what you manufactured let me make a timestamp of this <laughs> uh, I wasn't going to put it out but I will know <laughs> You've done it now. Let's get it. Well, basically, um, so TMZ obtained some court documents. I don't know who works in TMZ. Like, they'd be having people in court just going through cases upon cases and putting people's business out there. 
So they're saying that um, her lawyer in the filing said, wife reserves the right to amend this counterclaim to add other grounds for divorce, but which wife does not wish to specify herein at this time in the hope this matter can be resolved without having to disclose such conduct publicly. Um, wife further shows that the court should enforce paragraph eight of the prenuptial agreement regarding infidelity, which provides impertinent part that in the event that either party engages in sexual relations, an emotional relationship, or is emotionally or sexually suggestive in communication with a third party via all forms of electronic communications, including but not limited to texting, sexting, FaceTiming, social media, and or direct messages, shall result in a significant financial penalty upon the adulterous party. Basically. Essentially, their prenup added had a um, cheating clause that if, both, if either of them cheated, there'll be financial reward to gain from that. And she's, her lawyers invoked that, essentially. So, But he's denied it, man. He's denied it. His lawyer came out to say that, um, hold on, where is it? Any claim of infidelity on Mr. Jenkins' behalf are 100% false and we have no further statements at this time. Because really, truly, when the news broke on Friday or Saturday, wherever it was, Twitter was, you know them, they stay, people just have clips in their, mm. in their phone, they're ready to release. And it was a bunch of memes when he was telling, when he was telling the year long, you know, I think Chena's weak, I think Chena's da 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 people were like, damn. You yeah, but all of that and to say what? Realistically, yeah, I'm just thinking you can't be that stupid to know that you, you, you cheated and this is what you're saying. But then some people are crazy. Yeah, so. Some people are crazy. It's about mm. hiding in plain sight. But then also, what if you recorded that before? You cheated. You cheated. Mm. Then he came to realise he wasn't a real nigga afterwards. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Mm. Or sometimes as well, he cheated. He had, within himself, made peace and said, you know, I'm going to move forward to doing better. Upon reflection is when it came up with that line. Because he thought, you know what? I wasn't a real nigga. Now, now I am. Mm. Now I am the real deal. But anyway, he's denying it, which obviously he would. Whoever comes out saying, yes, I did cheat. But anyways, um, but on a still on topic of marriages though, um, Dion Sanders, where's well, Iman? I did this for him. But um, Dion Sanders and Tracy Edmonds, his wife, well, not his wife actually, his girl, they were engaged. No, they were yeah, they didn't make it down the altar. But basically, quite long story short, they separated. Um, they called off their engagement. So they met in 2012. That's 11 years ago. And they got engaged in 2019. And yeah, man, they put out statements to say that it's all done, man. So she put out a statement saying to everyone who has been there for us supported us and shown us love, we have mutually decided that it is best for us to move forward in life as friends, in caps, and have made this, this decision with love in our hearts, respect for each other, sorry, and appreciation for the time we've shared together. Please keep us in your prayers as we go through this transition. Thank you for being there for, for us all these years. We love you and appreciate you so much. Um, and yeah, and then he commented in, he commented on the post saying, Love you, Tracy, and you've been a true blessing to me. I appreciate the times we've shared and the laughs we've had. You're an amazing woman and a tremendous mother. God bless you with every endeavor and every step you take. You are her. Tracy Mack. I like that. I think I love breakups that are positive because it doesn't always have to be bad. Mm. Sometimes someone is just not where you're at anymore in life and it's just not good. And you can go on being peaceful and stuff. I don't really believe your, all your exes should be your enemies. Some mm. people deserve that and deserve to be cut off, but... I think I feel like this was very, very positive and it was very sweet and I hope they can navigate this um together properly. Now this one next one is foolishness and it's foolishness from the British public. 
that claim they're not they're not racist. Well, here they go again. So Nella is still in the jungle. Sis is still going strong, honey. Big up Nella Rose every damn time. Basically, right? She's been obviously she's been getting a lot of hate since that first clip. But I'll be real. Even if that clip didn't happen, the British public would have done what the British public were gonna do anyway. Mm. So the I'm a celebrity Instagram official Instagram account basically liked a video that was um, basically Castanella. Not like sorry, liked a comment that was Castanella. So someone must have said, um, you know. So, well, something about whatever was going on there and they said you know why because Jos- Josie is a genuine person Nelly Jelly Belly is just after public publicity whatever obviously calling her Jelly Belly that's fat phobic isn't it mm. they put a statement out that says yesterday we accidentally liked a comment on Instagram while scrolling down through viewer comments the post in question contained unacceptable language about one of our campmates and we apologise for the mistake made and any offence caused we seek to champion all our campmates and would always urge our audience to be kind when commenting on social media. It's pathetic, man. Give the girl a break. She's still going through it. She still gets voted for the challenges and whatnot. But she's killing it, man. Even the other day, she got like nice. It was so cute. It was so like, you know when people just, you know like when you see someone's inner child type of thing. Mm. And she came up, she's like, guys, I did it. I did it. She's like, I got um, nine stars and whatnot. People all in the comments were like, oh, that's a that's a that's an easy trial. This time there's bare people that were like, that's one of the hardest trials in the show. But you have the people who don't like her, who don't want to like her, who are committed to hating this queen, saying oh, like nothing she ever does is basically good enough. But you are stupid, man, because I'm a celebrity has basically become that show where politicians can go on there to do PR mm. management. Matt Hancock did that and used lot just let him get away with all of it. Nigel Farage is in there now and you're just letting him get away with it. You're focusing on the wrong things. And that is why this country will always be the way it is. And I'm not going to be shocked if the Conservatives win next year. I'm not going to be shocked at all because this is the state of the people that we we live with in this country. But anyways, big up Nella every damn time. And that is all from me. Let's get into our last headlines for today. All right, we're going to Africa for this one. So Burkina Faso and Niger have followed Mali in announcing they are, t- they are to withdraw from an international force known as the G5 that was set up to fight Islamists in the Sahel region. All three countries are run by military rulers following coups who have, yeah, coups who have formed their own mutual defence pact. Their so-called Alliance of Sahel States, AES, was signed in September, but Chad and Mauritiana... Yeah, are still part of the G5 force, which is meant to be made up of 5,000 soldiers. Um, a statement from the military-led governments of Burkina Faso and Niger was critical of the G5 force for failing to make the Sahel region safer. It also suggested that anti-jihadist force undermined the two African nations' desire for greater independence and dignity and was serving foreign interests instead. They also certainly meant France. Relations with the former colonial power have dramatically deteriorated. And our next headline, Guinea-Bissau's president says heavy gunfire that broke out in the capital on Friday was an attempted coup. He had been out of the country at the time, attending the UN the UN's COP28 climate conference in Dubai. Speaking on Saturday, President Umaro Sissoko Mbalo um, promised serious consequences for the perpetrators. This is the second failed coup against his leadership. Sorry, second foiled coup. Against his leadership in under two years, the unrest began late on Thursday evening into Friday mid-morning. 
A man described as a leader of a group of soldiers who tried to free a detained minister and a senior state official in Guinea-Bissau has been caught, the military says. Me, no, members of the National Guard had taken the officials before seeking refuge in barracks south, south of the city. Special forces then intervened after attempts to negotiate failed, resulting in an exchange of gunfire. Calm is said to have been restored later. Finance Minister Suleiman Sidi and Antonio Montero, the Secretary of State for the Treasury, had been detained amid investigations into the alleged irregular withdrawal of $10 million, which is about £8 million, of state funds. They were questioned on Thursday afternoon by an anti-corruption inqu inquiry to clarify the payments to 11 companies. In a parliamentary session on Monday, the leader of the country's main opposition party alleged that the owners of the companies were close to leaders of the country's governing coalition. Mr. Saidi defended the payments as legal. Now, last headline for today, I'm trigger warning on this. Um, a British tourist has been injured and a German-Filipino man killed after a man's crime spree in Paris, which President Emmanuel Macron described as a terrorist attack. A 26-year-old Frenchman was who carried out the violence won sorry a 26 year old frenchman who carried out the violence on quai de grenelle near the eiffel tower shortly before 9 p.m local time on saturday was arrested after he was tasered by police the two people injured the two people injured a frenchman aged around 60 and a british tourist were treated by emergency services and are believed to be in stable condition he allegedly attacked one of the one victim with a knife and used a hammer to injure two others France's anti-terrorism prosecutor said on Sunday he has opened an investigation into the fatal stabbing of a 23-year-old German-Filipino tourist, allegedly by a man who had been under surveillance for suspected Islamic radicalization. Jean-Francois Ricard said in a news conference that suspect Armand Rajabor Miandob um, could face a preliminary charge of murder in connection with a terrorist enterprise. He said that the man is a French national who is uh, who is being held in police custody? He's also recorded. He also the man who the terrorist. His name is too long. I'm sorry, my goodness. The terrorist um, recorded a video before the attack in which he swore allegiance to the Islamic State group and expressed support for Islamic extremists operating in various areas, including Africa, Iraq, Syria, Egypt, Sinai, Yemen, Iraq, and Pakistan. Ricard said, the video in Arabic was published on X, formerly Twitter, where his recent posts including references to the Israel-Hamas war, the prosecutor said. Mr. Ricard said that the terrorist was born in 1997. He's so young. In 1997, in newly sur outside Paris, in a family with no religious affiliation, he converted to Islam at the age of 18. In 2016, he had planned to join the Islamic State group in Syria. The same year, he was convicted and imprisoned for four years until 2020 on a charge of planning violence. He was under psychiatric treatment and was on a special list for feared radicals, the prosecutor confirmed. After the end of a probation period during which he received mandatory psychiatric care, the terrorist was placed under surveillance of intelligence services, Mr. Ricard said. That's very sad news. Well, it's time to pay the bills, honey. Time to pay the bills. Let's get into the reaction. Welcome to the reaction, people. Time for your sports headlines. Um, I'll get into some, but obviously there was games over the weekend, Premiership football, to let you know some of the results. Um, on Saturday, Arsenal beat Wolverhampton 
Um, Brentford beat Luton 3-1. Burnley battered Sheffield United 5-0. And Everton beat Nottingham Forest 1-0. And Newcastle United beat Manchester United 1-0. And yesterday's games, Bournemouth drew 2-2 with Villa. Chelsea, 10-man Chelsea at that, I think, um, beat Brighton 3-2. Um, Liverpool came back two late goals to beat Fulham 4-3. Um, West Ham and Crystal Palace drew one all. And Man City and Spurs drew one all. Um, before I read these headlines, anything you want to say about your team? It's a good weekend of football. Uh, for some, depends who you talk to. I didn't watch the game, but I heard you that were purring. I see a lot of people salivating over some of them. Um, what was it? Saka's goal and Gabriel Jesus involved in the build-up and all these things. We said it's looking nice over there, yeah? Yeah, it's looking nice. We haven't started yet, though, to be honest. You're saying he started cooking nah, it? Nah, nah, nah. Are you top of the league now? Yeah, we are. Oh, okay. Might be your season, man. Was that right? You never know. It might be your season, man. Surprised. Surprised you're up there. Yeah? Mm. I'm not. No? No, I'm not. Let me see what the points are. Sorry, guys. One second. Let me see how well you are actually doing. Have you given it up on Ten Hag yet? Whenever it's time to... Me? Mm. No. Okay. Two points clear. Mm. That's a lot, boy. Mm. Two points clear. You think you can hold off the Liverpool City Challenge? That's who it really is, isn't it? Villa's fourth. No, I ain't watching Villa. Spurs have got the injuries. Yeah. I think we will see a, a couple more shuffles until it is that you can ask me that question again and be like, all right, cool. I could see it out. Uh, yeah. Because we still have to play um, Liverpool soon, I believe. In that next week? No. We're not playing Liverpool next week. Have you got them in the FA Cup now as well or something? Do we? I don't know. Why, okay. someone, why did someone tell me that? I don't know. One sec. Oh, you've got Villa next week. you got Liverpool soon, though. Yeah, yeah, as I said, you've got Liverpool soon. I'm looking forward to that game, though, because that's when it is that we'll see. What's Liverpool actually saying? Because they've been letting some goals in. They've been scoring some goals. Well. Have, we haven't been letting goals in. We've got a nice defence. Yeah, that's one thing you've definitely been conceding, isn't it? Mm, I like the defence. Okay. You ain't even got Timber there. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. That changes everything. And I'm hearing whispers, right? When Tim comes back in, they're going to push Zinchenko into the eight position. So what? That's the room I'm hearing, man. Okay. Are you sure? That's the room I'm hearing. I woke up this morning and hit it in my head. Go on, Zinni. Zinni can ball, though. can. Just not as defender. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll run through these headlines for you quickly. Um, Kivaleski's night... Kivaleski's... 90-minute equaliser earned Spurs an amazing draw in a thrilling game. So Dejan Kuvaleski conjured up a 90-minute equaliser to earn Tottenham a 3-3 draw against Man City in a thrilling game at the Etihad Stadium. Jack Grealish had looked to come off the bench to win it for the Premier League champions, but in a game of high drama, Tottenham, who had led early on through um, Human Son, mustered a second equaliser to end their run of three consecutive defeats. The match had um, it all from the outset, Son scoring at both ends before Phil Foden appeared to put City in control. But Erling Haaland wasted chances and Pep Guardiola's side also struck the post and bar before Giovanni Lo Celso made them pay midway through the second half. 
Grealish thought he had decided it late on, but Kuvaleski had the final say to reward Ange Pontes-Koskologu's entertaining approach. Spurs moved moved back up to fifth in the table, while City missed a chance to move back to second and are now three points off leaders Arsenal. The entertainment was the focus, but there was um, time for late refereeing drama when Simon, Simon Hooper elected to stop play for a foul on Haaland after briefly seeming to have played on. It denied Grealish the chance to race clear on goal and sparked angry scenes. Haaland continued his process against the decision and the final whistle before also tweeting his disbelief at the controversial call. Did you see that? What is tweet? No. <laughs> the actual um, incident they're talking about. Nah, I was in R&B. It was literally like the last second, right? And I think somebody tried to foul Haaland and he got up, continued and the ref did that. He didn't call for the foul. He said, play on. You've got the advantage. And then Haaland clipped it over. It was free for um, black women's favourite white guy. Came from Man City. Can't remember what his name is. Grealish. That's the one. And I could see a goal. And then as soon as it is, you saw the referee see that it was all clear. He's like... <laughs> it was blue he, blew it. he blew it. This is within a couple seconds of him saying, play on. Right? I'm not going to call a foul. Play on. Give you an advantage. He clipped it over. Then he said, nah, this is a goal. You can't have this. Well, was it, um, was it like, it wasn't like before time or nothing like that? If that makes sense. Did he reach his minimum minutes that he said? I assume that he did reach the minimum, right? But if you've gone like this to play on. Then they're playing on. Precisely. You've given him the advantage. You need to see the advantage being played out, right? Technically. This is it. And it's literally seconds. I'm not even talking about five seconds. It's the same play. As soon as you saw him going through, <laughs> end the game. They were furious. They started touching the ref. <laughs> they started touching the ref. <laughs> you have to go and watch that. Um, quick story here. No one cares about. Anthony Gordon's goal moves Eddie Howe's side up to fifth um, with a win at St. James's Park. So Anthony, Gordon goal, Anthony, Anthony Gordon's goal gave Newcastle a deserved 1-0 win against Manchester United as they moved above their opponents in the Premier League table. Gordon converted Karen Trippier's low cross in the 55 minute to score the goal that reflected Newcastle's dominance. Um, the energy and endeavour shown by Eddie Howe's side at St. James's Park was in stark contrast to the dismal display of the away team. Harry Maguire did deflect Anthony's shot into the net late on but was in an offside position and the equaliser would have been undeserved. Eric Ten Hag sees his team drop to 7th while Newcastle also go above Tottenham in moving up to 5th. Did you watch any of that game? Uh, Newcastle game? Mm. What, when they beat you? No, is that what the game you're talking about? Brother, <laughs> the, Newcastle, the game they just had on the weekend, the last time they played. Do you know the result? I missed it, man. Uh, I think it was 1-0? Yeah. I heard that y'all got... It wasn't a close 1-0? No, we just got... We were just on the back foot. I heard they're getting onto Rashford now. Is it fair? Well, he's having a really bad season. Um, he's not happy about something. He's not trying. Have you seen that clip? Have you seen that clip going around of where he got subbed and he's sitting there regular and and they're trying to say that he says, um, he says, "Oh, what the fuck am I doing here?" Yeah, man? I don't think that's accurate lip reading. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> he says something, and he wasn't in no position to be disgruntled because mm. he hasn't he hasn't been playing good, mm. but. Can you remember when you said that he was he was not on the same um 
level as Mbappe, but he's nearly there. No. Can you remember that? No. I remember saying... Because it sounds wild. No. I remember saying, like, he's one of the best players in the world at the moment while he was doing what he was doing. Everyone, you, everybody could look clever with hindsight. What about today? Like, when you're looking in the moment and you're giving out the facts, and the facts was the purple patch that he was on, the scoring that he was doing, the performances he was doing at the time, all the um, adulation and thing was, was warranted. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And then now, he's in bad form. I think all the criticism's warranted as well. Mm. That's just how it goes with football. It's ups and downs, peaks and troughs. You get me? The only few that stay... Well, that sets everybody apart with the consistency, but just stay at the top of their game forever. That's not something that happens. So he's in a down patch in a minute. Does that mean he doesn't have none of the ability that he showed last year because he's in bad form? Mm. Would there be any time when it is that you actually do give up on Ten Hag? Like, what would need to happen for you? For me to give up on Ten Hag? Yeah. I have to get sacked. He's not my manager no more. Oh, so you're going to support him until it is that he... But you never call for his sacking. You never say, nah, the manager needs to be replaced. I don't call for no manager sacking. Did you ever call for the hair to be removed and better keep it to come in? Yeah, it's different with the players. Uh, but the manager's different? Yeah. Ah, right, okay. There's better players I don't want playing for my team. Because mm. they're not, not trying. The manager can Do you still think that he's one of the best in the world? Who? Because he said he was the best, or one of the best in the Premier League. Well, he... He said it was um, Pep... Then you're like, Kloppen, Ten Hag. <laughs> well, nothing ain't changed. He's just manager ain't won nothing still. So, I mean, what's he got? One FA Cup? So you would still say he's the... I'd say he's a better manager. Like if, you, if you looked at his CV as in his credentials and you put them in world rankings, I'd say he's a better manager than Arteta. So I don't know what you want to say. I thought we were just talking about form in the present. You were just saying... Oh, no, on you... form, he's not one of the top managers. So no. where, where, where is he on form? Like mm-hmm. middle of the road, we was at the form before we lost that. Where's he on form? Middle of the road, as in like, ooh, yeah, what, like what team? Before, Serbi? before we lost that Newcastle game, we was the form team in the Premier League. Yeah, I heard you saying that. Yeah, so I don't know what you want to say. I don't know what you want to say, man. This is before you got um slapped up in the Champions League. I just said it in the Premier. How did you came, feel about that? We ain't that, been good that, in the Champions that League game though. Champions League game. Is it Galatasaray? Yeah, it was a bad game. But it's the, goal, it's the goalkeeper, isn't it? But like, that's what I'm trying to say. He can't be the goalkeeper. Not Superman. What, the Galatasaray game? Not the best goalkeeper in the world. What, you can't have bad days? He's only had a couple of bad days? That was a bad game, man. That was probably... He's had, there's been a few... He's been, I, think he's been, I think he's been good, man. I think, he's, I think he's been good for us. I think he's been decent. There was a lot of pressure on him when people were chatting shit. I think... I can think of... Before the Galatasaray game... Maybe two dodgy goalkeeping decisions yeah. that he done. But apart from that... So I've before Galatasaray, him. there wasn't any like storyline or narrative around Onana not being up for it. Yeah, no, of course. But there's a storyline and narrative around everything United do. This is heavy as the head that wears the crown. When they're the top boys, this is, this is what happens. Why People create narratives. Like It's not even just like fan bases that do it. The big, massive publications do it. Sky Sports... Um, Talk sport. If you see the way that they run their Twitter t- Twitter accounts and stuff like that, like there's always a narrative and agenda against Manchester United. That's what comes with being United. We understand that, so that don't I mean. Can, that I, I guess I understand that too. Yeah, that's that's how, it that always comes with being an Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, is, yes. That's literally what is he focused on? 
Yeah. See? Even though we're at the top, that's what they focus on. This is what I'm saying. They so pick. That's neither here nor there. Again, things are never as bad as they made out. So do you think it's and not as never, bad as and they're, and they're never and they're never as good as they're made out? Do you think it's, it's it's not as bad as people are making out to me? What well, United? Yeah. It's, it's close to. Mm. It's close to, and not because I think the gaffer's rubbish. I think it's because they're starting to see signs of a disconnect between the players and and the manager. Only now. Yeah, I'm only just starting to see them now recently, yeah. Mm. And that can't be the manager because it's the same players that we've had there for time. Yeah, so it can't be the manager. It can't be the manager. We've had the best manager in the world with them. We're practically the same players and they've done the same thing. You know what I'm trying to say? The same only, thing. Yeah, they always do. They, they've, they've, the play, there's player power. It's easier to replace one person than it is to replace 25 people. The player's power in that club, yeah, that's the, the, hand, the power that's been handed to them players is they've like United has screwed themselves and it's there to be seen. Whenever they're ready, they get the managers out of there. Like whenever they're ready, they get they get gaffers out of there. And at one point, at any point throughout them seasons, they've performed for the managers. They've performed at levels where they've managed to get results and do decent things and always just tick by and get over, hit achievements where it'd be getting back into the Champions League. Last year they won a cup. Like we finished second. We've done things like they from from um, Oli to Mourinho to Ten Hag. This is like it's the same mindset. It's the same group. When they switch on the gaffers, they get them out of there. So I don't. I'm not. I'm not onto the gaffers. Even I, I, like I said, I never think. I didn't think Oli done half as bad a job as people made out. You get me? I think Oli was decent. And even like now, after the fact, you hear stories come out. Where Oli's talking to his backroom staff and he's saying, These men are gonna get me sacked. You know what I'm trying to say? They're a treacherous bunch of players. And nothing of them shouldn't be there. You know what I'm trying to say? So that gaffer narrative is fine, but if you don't I don't I don't like I said, I don't deal with problems, I deal with solutions. So if you can't tell me who should be coming in and managing, then I don't understand what you're talking about. If you can't tell if I don't know what makes you think anybody's gonna change them players' mentalities. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like I don't know what that's with, that's with the gaffer. I put a bet on on the weekend, yeah. Cause I didn't want to bet on the game, but I was just um. I usually do like shots on target, stupid stuff like, especially like with midfielders. I done Joel Linton, yellow card, shot on target. I then I done one from McTominay, yellow card, and just a shot. He didn't have to hit the target. You know what I'm trying to say? Joel Linton's one come in, McTominay's one didn't. For my midfielder to be at St James's Park and not even come close, yeah. To shooting a ball, he, that could have went in the stands. It could have went anywhere, yeah, or even getting a foul, a tackle in the midfield. Like he never even, he never, though he was never in any danger of doing neither. Not getting a yellow card, not getting a shot. You know what I'm trying to say? These man's, these man's work ethic and desire and stuff, it's 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 not there. You get me? So it's it's interesting because last year the same team was who you were comparing to Arsenal, like player for player. Well, they performed better than you did last year, and you still don't want to admit that. And this is my point, and it just speaks to my point that I'm making. Last year they must have been happy with the gaffer, innit? Last year whatever they was doing was working for them, and they was fine, innit? This year, not so much. So you really didn't see the correlation between Saliba popping down and Arsenal's performance dipping. No. Do you see the difference now? What, so what, if Sleeper pops down now, he's like lost it again? No, we haven't had a pop down, but can you see our defensive... But I'm system? saying if Sleeper goes again, are you saying you're not going to win the league? I didn't say we would win the league. 
Oh, well, you're not close to there, bro. You're not going to challenge. What are you going to do? That's what I'm asking you. Is that what it is? That's, I don't get it. It shouldn't Sorry. all be on Saliba. Sorry. You said that um, with United, you, the bare players you want gone. Yeah. What are the players? What I want gone? Yeah. yeah. That they shouldn't be playing for United. Um, uh, that's, let's just go for the start. Who's the starting lineup? Um, so that, you got the best keeper in the world, right? No, he's not the best keeper in the world. Surely not. Okay. He's not even the best second goalkeeper best. in the league. Edison, Alisson, Onana, third best goalkeeper in the league. Sorry, go on. Um, who else? Who wouldn't I want playing for that team? Just, I just need to go to the go through the starting lineup. Dalo don't need to be there, and then, or he could be backup. He shouldn't be starting. Wan Bissaka shouldn't be starting. Um, Maguire shouldn't be starting. Shaw shouldn't be starting at, at centre back. Maybe at left back, but not a centre back. So that's the whole back line already. Um, no, not, as in not starting as in they shouldn't be at United. That's what you said. Okay, cool. Dallo, Maguire, Wambasaka, McTominay, uh, Martial. Who else started? I'm just going for the starting lineup as well. All right. And these are influential um, players? They have influence in the dressing room? They must have. They've been there forever. That was, I have 11, I have 11, 11 sides, five men. So the players that you just mentioned, the other one who are causing the, the funk I'm towards the manager. No, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that. I don't know who's causing the funk. There could be, there could be other players causing funks. But then, man, the, the team's, the team's not good enough, is it? You get me? I, I, I knew that last year, to be honest. It's the, but it's, but it's, it's the, the same team as last year. It's the mentality of the boys. You get what I'm trying to say? It's the yeah. mentality of the boys. That, that team... As much as I'm saying I wouldn't want them there, remember, we're going for injury stuff. Newcastle's going for injury stuff too. That team was, man, to, to a man, should, should have been better than, just better than that Newcastle team. You get me? But it's what's up here. You get me? Rashford needs to do more. You know what I'm saying? It's not Rashford's fault, yeah. No, I'm saying he needs to concentrate. He needs to get everybody back on back on this. Surely it's not just Rashford. Huh? Surely it's not just Rashford. No, I'm saying Rashford needs to get them concentrating, I'm saying. That's just, oh, that's his, as a leader. That's his um celebration. Okay. You see what I'm doing? Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's all. Stuff times United, man. But I don't think the guy again, uh what guy, what manager in world football you want to see at United? Who would you like to see over there? I would like to see Ten Hag stay. And I like Onana between the sticks. Yeah, I like Onana between the sticks. Onana was good during um, the Newcastle game. It was, it was good. He's both footed. He's cold. Goalkeeper's gonna make shaky things, but yeah, another needs to stay. Another's cold. And Ten Hag can stay, man. Remember, you was finishing eighth and thing with Arteta. Now look at you. Imagine you got rid of Arteta in the first two seasons. Oh God, you would, where would you be? Sorry, are you comparing Arteta and Ten Hag again? Well, what did you do? Finish eighth and eighth under Arteta. He finished fourth with a cup, and then we'll see where he finishes this year. So yeah. All right, cool. Like I said, I want Ten Hag to stay. So. I hope he stays as long as Arteta stays. I want you all to have the manager you deserve. Yeah, I don't. I get what you're trying to say. I get the way you're trying to think it, but there's nothing. There's not. There's not. I don't see no slight there. And everybody, like I was trying to say, you're just playing into a narrative. We're not in the position we're in because of our manager. We've had arguably one of the greatest managers in football history there, and end up in the same position. So. Uh, it sounds cute when you're saying that. Oh, I hope he stays. Yeah, I hope he stays too. Some some consistency. Like you know what I'm trying to say. Yes, that'll be fine. I hope players go. You get me. I hope players go, and we get a turnaround, and then we'll be all right. 
Because, yeah, there ain't no one. Who's out there? Can you have a think? Who's out there? I don't, I don't want to look past Ten Hag, to be honest. Yeah, we shouldn't need to, man. He outperformed Arteta last year, so if we go off that, that's good. Mm. Chelsea winning with 10 men is good. Yeah, against a strong, against, against a strong Brighton side. Um, uh, uh, Spurs going to Etihad and getting a point. That's sick. Yeah, especially in the fashion that they've done it. And they ain't got their... Uh, a few of the important players are out, right? So mm. does that say more about Man City than it says about uh, Spurs? Or can two things be true? Man City... What, what are we in? We're coming to December. Man City ain't... Man City ain't clicking yet. Neither Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Have you you think you've got that Man City thing in you? Because obviously they're, they leave, they're probably leaving it a little bit late now we're into December. <coughs> but Man City got something in them that if what if Yeah, and then Because we've seen it time and time again. We've seen it time and time again. Hasn't been played. We've yes. seen it time and time and time and time again. Yeah. So there's no we just ain't no conjecture or nothing like that. They could do this, yes. and then we know. They're gonna win every game for the rest of the season. Do you think Arsenal have Arsenal got that in these? Like? I I don't know because you just used a sample size. We don't have sample sizes like that. Yeah, we don't have previous where is it we can say this is what we did. What I can say and I have been saying, I love our defense this season. Now the defense has been cold, and I love the fact that not that I've been proven wrong about Rice because I said I I wasn't watching Rice. Do you understand? But I love the fact that give Rice. My, give me my flowers, man. No, you can take it. Mama, I told you, I want you to be true. I want what you're saying to be legit. I love the fact that he doesn't get injured. Touch wood. <laughs> and I love the fact that we're even looking to go into January saying, yeah, we need a purchase or two. And we've also identified, we definitely need a striker. We may not get a striker in January, 100%. But just imagine our... Um, defense, our midfield, and our striking. Once it is that we have that sorted, you still out on Hazard. I mean Havertz. I still haven't seen enough for me to be like, yeah, he's, he's the next best thing since sliced bread. He's improving, though, isn't it? Yes, he is improving, and I will allow him to continue improving. Okay, also in a good space, I'm, man. I'm Sol and Rice, and again, Timber. Is coming back. We haven't had Timber the entire. We saw how Timber was playing when it is that um the season started. Oh my goodness, this is great. When he playing that position as well. No, he's not a left back. He wasn't at left back. He was at right back. No, he no he wasn't. Weren't. He was party at right back. He was at left yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, he was. At, but that's, that doesn't that just show you how dope he is. I suppose. He's so when he comes back into the team, he's gonna come back in at left back. You're saying. I I I believe. So, right? And I, I want us, uh, Arteta to be like, there's an eight position that we want fulfilled, right? Has and it, we know it. that Zinchenko plays that particular position for his flipping national team. Why not solve this problem? Just put him there. Yes, it was me. It was I. This is my thought. I want that to, to happen. Okay. Don't you think that'd be good? He plays there anyway, so... <laughs> I need the defender, right? Mm, this is what I'm saying. No, on the pitch, I watch you play. He's in the midfield all, all the time. All the time. Like, constantly. All the time. And if it is, we have Timber just there, proper defending and proper, you know, like I'm salivating, man. Because I said we may not win this this season. 
And this whole prerequisite for us to win the league just because, I don't know what it means, man. I mean, we so have, when are you going to win? Wait, wait, wait. Come when are, when are you going to win it? Wait, <laughs> wait. I told you this year we have a great opportunity. Right? To... This is the beginning of the year. I'm thinking we're going to push on from here. Remember when it is you asked me what's going to happen next year? You said um, Arsenal will be fifth. I'm like, what, what have you seen over this last year that has you say that Arsenal are going to be fifth? Even question whether it is that we will even make the Champions League. This is what you were saying. There's still time to go. Mm, okay, cool. But based on my football eye, we've been playing very well. Well, we haven't been playing very well. We haven't been playing compared to how we played last year. We haven't been as fluid. But we've been playing very well. It's just a bit more, just like stoic performances, I suppose. But like, uh, Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. You're not playing better than you was last year? No, not yet. But defence-wise, oh, ooh, solid. And I like that. I like that. I just need that front position. I need that, I need that sorted because I like to see goals too. Do you understand? And we've got everything sorted. Yes, them goals, man. So when are you going to win the league? Like I said, this year, we have a good opportunity, right? If it is that we do well in the January window, mm. God willing, we do something crazy, pick up a striker. I don't think it's happening though, right? But we keep um, Jesus fit. We get in a midfielder. I think we'll score more goals. So that will um, um, tie us over until summer. And come last 15 games, if it is, they were still first, second. Oh, I'm confident. Because then it will get warmer, you know. <laughs> the food will get back. <laughs> we'll start to cook. And I fully believe that. I fully believe that. Well, we're nearly halfway through the season. And we're looking good. Okay. Up the Reds, man. Well, and then my last headline for today, uh, UK Championship 2023. This is about the snooker. Ronnie O'Sullivan claims record extending eighth title. So Ronnie O'Sullivan became the oldest ever UK champion with a 10-7 victory over um, Ding Jinhu as he claimed a record extended, record extending eighth title in York. O'Sullivan's triumph um, has come two days before he turns 48 and three decades on from being the youngest player to win the UK Championship, age 17. The match was delicately potted at 4-4, heading into Sunday's final session, but O'Sullivan pulled clear with four half-centuries and two centuries to secure the £250,000 top prize. O'Sullivan's remarkable longevity at the top of the game means he eclipses um, Doug Montre's long-standing mark from 1988 when he won his second UK title, age 46, against Stephen Hendry. Each tournament I win and play in, I take great pleasure from, O'Sullivan told BBC Sport. I've had come out um, and have, I've had to come out and have a good head. There was a big crowd and I wanted to leave blood, sweat and tears on the table. I came out and gave my all and I love competing. I always keep beating myself up because of the age thing. I keep thinking at some point you have to stop winning, but um, I'm doing all the right things. We'll keep on going until the wheels fall off. That's Ronnie O'Sullivan. Can't you play snooker until like forever? I'm thinking you can. Because like... <laughs> I remember watching Ronnie when I was younger, man. Yeah. He's still cooking. He's still cooking. Yeah, man. I love them snooker players, you know. He was cold. What is it that will go? The concentration or something like that? Because I what what stops you from playing snooker at 50, 55? Mm. Like... 55 should still be young in other sports. 
well, in life. In life. Yeah, You'll yeah, be older you than yourself. But yeah, so if you've got money, you should be looking after yourself. Yeah, if you just walk around the table and just <laughs> and then you've been doing it for fifty <laughs> years, you should be table. cold. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know how that works. The next thing I like is darts. Uh I think that's so wavy. And the fact they can get it pinpoint each time, I'm like that level of forensic focus is dizzying. Yeah, that tech is crazy with the darts thing still. So. Do you play it? No, I can't say yes, because <laughs> I think I, I'm good at everything. And I think I can get good at everything. But mm. I don't play darts enough to say I'm good at it. Okay. I can't play darts. I can play snooker, pool, table tennis. Like, I'm really good at table tennis. And obviously, pool's just like angles and stuff, isn't it? Mm. Um, tennis, uh, squash, um, badminton. Yeah, 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 anything where it is that you could trick and then do the little slight of harness, you know? Look that way, let's do that. I do madness. You know, like um, Federer. I'm, I'm a Federer type of guy. I said I'm like a Federer. Okay. That's enough I'm for the sports headlines. <laughs> We've had enough. That's it. Let's get into dinner, please. He's not just brute force. Do you understand? Know, There's finesse there. Yes, yeah, the finessing. Okay. Okay, Federer. She's had enough of you as well. She stood up and was like, I'm sorry. Like, they jar, like, damn, what did it say? <laughs> <laughs> a little snooker. All right, then. Done it, eh? I'll play the link from the number one, Brent, because it's kind of in keeping with what you was talking about. Does this make you... <laughs> Because I watched, I read one of the comments and they just said black people. Does oh. this make Does this make you feel anything, Esther? That's it. At first, I. I... So I'm just taking part in. That's like, a, uh, uh, that's like a team. They've got all the same hoodies on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is there no one in the shop? Definitely not no security. It's, it's tough like a flash mob, right? It's like literally. <laughs> it's tough out here, man. <laughs> I mean, Do you know what it is, When you start stealing, it's how you know how we're greedy. Because the first guy. Just picked up like four or five hoodies. Everyone's trying to take the whole rack. I mean, if you're gonna take it. See, just couple, look, look at it. Look at him. Come on. Now that might be what how you get caught. Yeah, you don't yeah. left your DNA yeah. on the scene. Yeah, I see. One of the top comments on this video is like black people with a hand over the face. No, but do you see? Do you hear the woman who said that? Damn, can have nothing nice. <laughs> Does that make you feel embarrassed, Brent? Me? Or is it because they're not from England? I swear, because I heard that American accent. Yeah, it's American. Um, remember when um, you had the Brixton riots? Or should I say London riots? Yeah, um, you're London riots. <laughs> <laughs> don't get your ass. Um, I don't, I don't feel a way. I just saw this opportunity meets like reward, didn't it? Or risk. 
risk reward is it was high then, and everybody was just helping themselves to. Some. Yeah. So do you pick and choose then? Because obviously, weren't you on the side of it? You're saying like if someone was on when they've got big platforms and they're on TV, if, and if they're making themselves look foolish, there's that kind of they're representing all of us kind of thing, and you'd obviously you'd want them to do better and be the best that they can be. But when there's people vandalism doing vandalism and robbery and all these things that you don't you're just saying you just see opportunity there so just let them land sorry you <laughs> mistaken what i've i've said you asked me if it's a feel away watching it as yeah, because you I might feel, feel embarrassed because okay so but obviously like i said if when when it's like a, um if, if like i said if email was reading out some heinous acts from the headlines and by the end of it we find out it was a black man you feel like oh wow. yeah, i i, you get what I'm I don't saying? like when black people do criminal activity so brazenly. So you said that you're a criminal, right? Ex. Ex-criminal. Recovering. Or recovering criminal. And the activities that you used to get involved in, I'm not a fan of that. Mm. Do you understand? I would rather you not do that. Mm. But I'm aware that poverty forces people to do a whole set of different things. Those two things exist, right? Mm. I'm not saying that that's why you started doing what you were doing. Do you need, need to print up something for me? Uh, I don't know what it's Alright, it's okay. I don't know if I'm going to do it. Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Are you? Come on. No. That sounds so great. Yeah, it is. Yeah. I have no comment. Like, no words. Yeah. But during these particular riots, right, I happen to see all shades that's true. Right? <laughs> a lot of the times, what gets depicted are only the blacks. Mm. And they purposely do that. So I have that in my mind also when they look to put these clips up. Are we even sure that every of the kids in that video were black? I don't know. That's I don't what I'm know. saying, for real. I don't know. But I don't, I, don't, I don't feel a way about that because I, I believe that if white people had that same opportunity, they'd go and do the same thing. Mm. Do you understand? Do you not understand? They do. No, I'm with you. I'm, I'm definitely yeah. with you. So technically, we can't speak to their their con their their conditions, their scenarios, their whatever situations that they're living in, and the necessity of said behavior. I'm not saying this is linked to poverty. No, but I'm <laughs> this saying this is an opportunity. I would say it must be linked more to poverty than opportunity because that's not really an opportunity. Like, the opportunity <laughs> is always there. It's not like, it's not like, oh, there was a shop. Like, that shop's always there open. Like, they could have run in and do that any day they want. So I don't see that as like an opportunity. I, I don't know what no, it's opportunity came before this. Not one security guard was inside. Yeah, I don't know what came before this. I don't know if there's something happening outside and all the security guards are just displaced. I'm they're distracted. Clue, but, yeah, yeah, we just saw this clip. I don't know what... Um, but if it was driven out of necessity, then it's hard to put them on down at here. I don't think that was necessity. Uh, yeah, I, don't I, think I was so with you. I don't think it's necessity. They, they had nice tracksuits on. Yeah, I don't think it's necessity. That I don't think it was necessity. I think it was just deviance. And just the fact that you they could, so they did. It was opportunity, they just took it. When a stick-up kid does his business, mm. how do you see it? Let's just say you're not the crew that gets got. No, no, I'm with you. Um, you see it as when they were slipping. They were asking for us, for us to go and take their their goods. Yeah, some people are some people are food food for the wolves, isn't it? 
That's just that's just how it goes. Yes. But I do believe during the riots, it's a different thing altogether. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The riots all was... Altogether. The riot, what was the riots? The riots was more probably more... I'll say that was just opportunity, mm. innit? You know what I'm trying to say? Obviously, it started with frustration mm. and anger. Mm. And then once it exploded, mm. then the, the majority of the people... Like whoever set pace mm. wasn't necessarily... Whoever set pace was still just in in the name of frustration, mm, mm, anger, mm, just disruption and mm, destruction, isn't it? That's mm, fine. But once that ball got rolling, mm, there was too many people who saw opportunity mm, to say, Oh, I can take this, I can get a TV. Mm, <laughs> okay, mm, let me let me go get a TV. Mm, but even then, was it all worth it? There a lot of them <laughs> a lot of people went prison for that, mm, you know. I think the, is there still I don't think there's still a backlog now. I think they cleaned up, but they've done such a good job. Mm, of like going back and mm. backdating mm. these 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 sentences mm. and these these mm. repercussions, but mm. was it worth it? For who? For, for the, the people. For that, the people that nope. for the opportunities that nope. the television thing. Nope. Not at all. So it's never worth it then. And even if these stupid kids if they gets they come and mm. get nicked and stuff. Do you see fraud and theft differently? Like, uh, you know how people say, like, deets and stuff? Mm. Do you see it differently than criminality? Like, like what you mentioned for? I think, um, I don't, yeah, I do kind of see it differently, but I think it's depending on 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 what you do. If, if you're on a Robin Hood thing, and obviously these are, don't, they probably don't even do their due diligence enough to even care. They don't differentiate between whatever. Once they get their details, they get their details and they use it, innit? If you're on a Robin Hood thing, you're taking it from people that can afford it, more power to you, you get me? If you're defrauding vulnerable people that work hard for their shit, well, obviously everybody works hard, sorry, but vulnerable people mm. or, or like, you know what, you clear out old people's savings yeah, and them sad, kind man. of man there. It's like, come on, man. Like, every kid has got to have a cold. <laughs> you get know what I'm saying? So it depends on who you're doing it to. But I do see fraud differently to, to that kind of stuff, though, yeah. Cool. I don't know if these kids are done it. Yeah. Maybe they are actually, you know, because obviously I don't want to be promoting theft and, and robbery and thing. There's got to be a better way than this, man. There's got to be a better way than this. And they're definitely done it. Yeah, you get me? Because they're being perceived as black people. So they're <laughs> being perceived as black people. <laughs> they're they're black. <laughs> well, again, they're all masked up on that. So I can't, can't, I, can't guarantee, I can't guarantee that. You know what I'm trying to say? But they are. Oh, oh my gosh. That's. Sorry, can you play video again? Because why did I assume they were black? Yeah, they were black. Let's see a hand or something. Are you sure? I must say, are you sure, bro? All right, let's let's play it and let's see how many melanated skin we see. You can, you spot. can, you can actually spot. You play for yourself. <laughs> You're an egg. Can you put? Oh, sorry, 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 sorry. sorry. Can, can you see it up? Yes, we can. Thank All you very right. much. Look at the stance. That kid is annoying as heck. Man said, look at his stance. saying, that's a black man. Man said, look at the stance. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's melanin. Melanin. No, one second. That second one, that could have been a Mexican. Melanin. <laughs> nah. That second one was light. Look at this one. This one's definitely looking at Melanin. That's got to go on him. Look at him. Have you said that? That's a good name for me. Where? No. That's melanin. I saw his hand. No mask here. 
That's so dumb. Mm. He must have just joined in impromptu. I don't think he's part of the crew. <laughs> he's definitely getting this is, that's, this is Some of these could be Latinos, you know. Look at this young lady here. <laughs> I think some of them could be Latinos. She could be Afro-Latino, you're right. Yeah. yeah. I'm not going to lie. Because they don't cut us black. We just get the blame for everything, Apparently. man. So we get the blame for everything. Well, now who's done? Society. You know what it is? Them guys like grabbed the last bit. I don't think they were involved, you know. They're not, you know. I don't is, think. It, is this what we're doing? But that's mad. They're going to be the ones to get caught. They're going to be the ones to get caught. They can tell everybody that was on this mission had the hoodie on. Them guys, they just said, wait, they brought bags. Can you see they brought bags? Yeah. That kid is annoying. That one like, there, man, that is, I don't think that's a black you. I don't black. think that's the second face that's all, I don't think that's a black you, man. That part was black, his eyes, and his hands are black as well. That one is definitely Latino. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> nah, she's silly. They are so shit. Oh, no, but no, she's got the bag there, they've got the bags. <laughs> Maybe that's a store bag. I think that's the store's bag, you know. They look like they 100% weren't involved in that they mission. They said, why pay? And they said, wait there, what? This is <laughs> this is what we're on? Bet. This is what we're doing? Bet. Yeah, true. They were out. If you was there, would you go involved? Nah, man. No? You, know, you know I can't go to jail. Yeah, that's true. It's, there's no men in jail. That's true. Yeah. Like the type of theft that you'd be involved in, surely it needs to be one of them backdoor... Yeah, like inside man type of thing. Yeah, it can't be boots on ground. I'm not not placing myself there. Nope. I say, I'll need to meet here to drop off such and such. And I'll send a... I run Errand Boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Move me from the mix. But like I get Errand Boy from like one of those apps where... Well, there's apps that don't get to someone to do something. Apps, not someone that can that knows where Task I live. Rabbit. My mum is. Yeah, so things like that are. I'm above moves like that, definitely. Like, I wouldn't mind orchestrating it, like what you're saying. Yeah, like, this is it. I could orchestrate it and let them know this is the plan, this is what mm. we're doing, and then mm. reap the benefits. Mm. But I'm not in that. I'm not beaten ground. I'm not in that shop. Type of criminal. Yeah, I'm not in that shop doing that. I don't know how bad things are gonna be mm. for me to go and do that. Because going really bad. That's crazy. Because I was even once they get out of the shop, they're running down the street with like ten trainer <laughs> bags. boxes, like, bags. That's like that. the guy who took the rack of hoodies, yeah. So he's gonna run, run like this. Mm. Now this Unless is hot. Unless they got a car. What are they gonna do? What the, all the way back I, to the yard? I That's believe, a bait. That's a I, bait move. I believe they have cars outside. They must have a because they bags. driver. He thought about this. They mm. have cars outside. They must do. It's definitely but a, a van. That they have they have cars outside. Maybe at least a van. You can't go have a van. You gotta have like a white. No license plate. You're, you're not running home. Before <laughs> getting on the bus, <laughs> getting on the metro. <laughs> That's stolen goods. That's crazy. Mm. Oh, that was jokes, man. Big them up, man. Big <laughs> 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 them up. <laughs> they done their thing, man. These are still done out here, man. Just getting to a hat troll. So funny. I forgot to say, like, the video, hi, people. I was going to say morning, people. Because why I'm tired yet. I'm so tired. My brain, like, I can't even think like that. I can't even think properly. Thank you for spending your Monday morning with us. We appreciate it. Please like the video if you haven't yet. Also, subscribe to the channel. Um, Pick up our researchers every single time. Brent's AI. People them are doing the great things. Mm-hmm. Hope you don't like your merch. Um, Follow us on our social media platforms as well. We're on Twitter, Instagram, and on TikTok at the day after TNB. TNB stands for the new black. Just in case you don't know, and we never spell it with an A. If you want to send your dilemmas in, also the number to call, and when we're live on air, the number is 75 
6484-1073. If you'd like to inquire about the show or you'd like to feature on the show, there's an email address for that. And it is the day after at thenewblack.com. Everyone have a great Monday. And as always, we'll be here tomorrow. Bye. Peace.